Welcome back to another live episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson, right here at the Old Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studio in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. Ah, it's raining, raining, raining all day today, all last night. I don't know what's going on. Maybe somebody getting a hurricane somewhere in the surrounding states. I do not know. But it's dreary outside. It's wet. It's damp. But we are here. And that's the main thing. So I, you know, I, I'm, I'm really am an all-terrain guy. I can move in any type of weather. So I'm all good. It's all good, man, for me. Anything above ground is a good day for me. So it doesn't matter if it's rain, sleet, snow. You know, I grew up a little bit in Rochester, New York. So you know, uh, <laughs> we get crazy weather out there, especially during um, uh, the fall and winter time. You know, I already know. So. Uh, so this rain, you know, you don't have to shovel rain. So I'll take the rain. I'm good with good, 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 good with that. <laughs> so I hope you guys are doing well. You guys had a great weekend. Today is Tuesday. Uh, it's a little bit after, well, close to 4.30. And, you know, hope you guys are taking very great care of yourselves. There's a lot going on in the world still, okay? Now, you know, with COVID still running around and... The variant coming around in August is closing up right now. Uh, another couple of weeks, so you know the weather is going to change again. And you know this COVID seems to thrive in, in cooler or colder weather. So I hope you guys are still practicing social distancing. You're washing, you're sanitizing your hand, you're wearing your mask. If you choose to get vaccinated, cool. If you you know, if you're unvaxxed, then, you know, you know, make a decision, do what you want to do, but just make sure that you follow in the rules and the protocols and making sure that you guys are staying safe and healthy, okay? So this is a big deal. Do not disrespect COVID. I do not, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people who, has, who have uh, died over last year, and it's a very tragic thing. A lot of people lost their jobs and that's going to show you that you know your income if you're working in nine to five corporate america whatever the case may be that your job is no job security so you are expendable so you want to make sure that you're fortifying your your personal and your professional life so you know this, I'm, that's all i'm gonna say on that you know it's a crazy thing but i'm gonna get started with the show i'm gonna give a few shout outs uh, to everybody all the companies you know, who has been sponsoring us, you know, the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. We are a health and wellness podcast, and uh, we want to say big shout-out to Diabetic Cuisines, uh, uh, Spices, that's coming out right now. Big shout-out to them. Uh, Your Wellness Habits, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Cashmere Care, Whey Protein, Tranquility Facial Products, Wolfie Shop for all your four-legged furry friends out there. Comfort Line Tummy Waist Trainer, thank you so much. Uh, Motherland Goods Black Soaps for, for beautiful skin and foliage of skin and moisturizer, won't leave it dry. Seven Day Detox Kit, Core Restore, thank you so much. Also, I want to say thank you for the, for the sponsorship Glossy Teeth Whitening Kit. Really good product, make sure you go check them out, glossyteethwhitening.com. 
uh, two fab teas. Thank you so much. Burlington Beard Company for all you guys out there who have a problem growing a beard. Go check them out. They have a great kit that'll help you uh, grow a nice full beard. Thank you so much. Nature Oasis Sea Moss. Go see them right now for all your great sea moss uh, products that help with, you know, fortifying your immune system, weight loss, weight management, all that great old stuff. Marvelous Calm CBD Mints. Uh, freshen your breath and you know <laughs> get healthy at the same time thank you so much visit their website marvelouscom.com also the happy body store um, the foundry skincare company for your post-workout needs thank you so much and those are the companies just to name a few who have trusted us to really get their product out there uh, who have sent us products for uh, product reviews um, uh, actually you know help us really re want to help them really promote their products you know to get their brand out there and very good products man you know make sure that you go check them out google them and you can find out for yourself so i want to get started with the show right now because it's very interest interesting to me because we are a health and wellness podcast and you know we talk to experts from all over the world to give their insight of what they do who they are why they do it and uh uh, and how to be able to really help others, you know, get back in shape. So my next guest is calling out of Canada. His name is Igor uh, Klibinov. Now, see, I have a practice. Okay, so, you know, uh, Igor is the author of seven books on exercise and nutrition for various different conditions, including anxiety, depression, diabetes, high blood pressure, and others. Using his no-nonsense science-based approach, he busts a lot of myths about exercise and nutrition, and through his books, blog, and one-on-one -on -one with his clients, he has helped loads of people turn around dangerous, I'm going to say that, dangerous chronic conditions. Igor's passion is making health accessible. He educates, but also entertains and gives immediately actionable tips that can be used by Anyone, Ivar, Igar, excuse me, is a speaker, personal trainer, author, blogger based out of Toronto, Canada. Even though he started out as a personal trainer, Igor gradually developed into uh, interest of passion for nutrition and supplementation. It didn't take long until he was a drive that he was driving headfirst into researching the most effective ways for people to look and feel great through diet and exercise. Throughout his career as a health expert, Igor has specialized in different fields with nutrition, fitness, and exercise. His research includes type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, osteoporosis, <laughs> menopause, and, and not to mention a few. So I'm going to start right there. So, Igor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much, Darren. So glad to be here. That's quite the introduction. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Now, Igor, <laughs> with everything that's going on in the world right now, COVID, vaccinations, building your immune system right now, uh, what are are some of the top of your top strategies that you can give the people to really, really take better care of themselves more than ever right now? Whether it's diet, nutrition, supplementations, what are your 
You'll give me three top strategies that you will give people right away to start doing. Sure. Uh, that's a great question. Because uh, regardless of what's going on in the world, whether it's COVID or anything else, uh, one of the, um, I mean, there's, there's a number of risk factors, but a lot of them are actually controlled risk factors. So obesity, physical activity, high blood pressure, these are very controllable risk factors. Um, and so uh, and there's different ways of controlling them uh, from the sides of exercise, nutrition, supplementation, and sleep. So if I have to give top three tips, number one is sleep. Uh, sleep is incredibly underrated. Mm. Uh, just think about it this way. If you stay for one third of your life, if you live to be 81 years old, you'll have sex for 27 years. That probably means it's quite important. Um, so don't neglect your sleep. Um, if you're not sleeping well, uh, voluntarily well, then take, take steps to fix that, whether it's going to bed on time, um, etc. Um, if you're if you're not sleeping well involuntarily, well, see if you can get help with that. Go to a practitioner, go to a few clinics, figure out what is it that's preventing you from sleeping as well as you could be. Uh, because from all of my research for all of my books, poor sleep plays into high blood pressure, into diabetes. Um, and as we see with COVID, the two, uh, two of the biggest risk factors are high blood pressure and diabetes. Uh, so that, I, I think that's where great health starts. It makes the next uh, two things much easier, which are nutrition and exercise. Um, not necessarily in that order. Um, on the nutrition side of things, if you don't sleep well, A, uh, if you just don't sleep enough, um, but just simply not enough of an, if you're giving your, your um, well, yourself an extra opportunity to eat. In other words, if you're sleeping for six hours instead of eight, that's an extra two hours that's an opportunity to eat. That's one. Two, is if you don't sleep well, you don't sleep enough, you have low energy levels, so you need to pick me up. Uh, usually, you're not going for spinach and broccoli for a pick-me-up. You're going for coffee, cream, sugar, um, <laughs> you know, delicious things like that. Yeah. Um, and three, you're just not moving around as much. You don't, you don't expend as much energy. You don't feel like going to the gym. And even if you do go to the gym, uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't spend as much energy there. So nutrition will be number, uh, be, be number two. And in terms of specifics, there's a lot of um, myths out there and theories about how you should eat. But at the very root, it's very, very simple. Just make sure you're getting enough veggies. How much is enough? Well, that's how between a third and two thirds of your plate. Um, next, unless there's some reason to prohibit it, um, about a quarter to uh, another third should be meat, fish, or seafood, and the remainder should be a little, some kind of healthy fats. Um, well, for my numbers, people, is what I like to give them is a quota. Um, a number of something is useful, whether it's protein or fiber or, or calories. Um, now, uh, calories and protein are heavily dependent on both your activity, your age, and your body weight. But for fiber, it should be somewhere between 24 and 30 grams per day. So the bigger you are, the more fiber you need. Um, that's on the nutrition side of things. On the exercise, uh, on the exercise side of things, uh, frequency trumps everything else. Um, it's far better to do 15, 20 minutes, five, six days per week than to do one hour once a week. Um, and it's good, it's a healthy practice to use a combination of, uh, of strength training, cardio, and stretching. Uh, not anyone but themselves. Now, cardio could be broken down to a lot of different things. You could just get on the treadmill and run, but you could play tennis, you could play squash, you could go for a run, you could go for a steep, uh, steep hike. As long as the heart rate is high enough, that would be considered cardio. So if I was to boil it down to three tips, those would be that. Yeah. Nutrition and exercise. Yeah, and, and, and definitely sleep. Now, I know with when last year when COVID hit, everybody went quarantine and started working remotely. 
sleep was one of those things people i think i well i know for a fact dealing with my clients like they was getting too much sleep and they was binge watching netflix two three in the morning because they didn't have to get up to go anywhere in the morning you know and then right yeah and uh so with that being said you people uh end up overeating or not eating or they, their eating patterns has fluctuated instead of going getting up in the morning seven or whatever time it was and getting a nice breakfast they will be still asleep to around noon because they've been up and then all of a sudden they, they wake up super hungry or very uh irritated and frustrated they, they was hangry you know and it just it just a one of those things that was like what is going on you i don't know they had a homeowner changes they had you know, uh, a psychological thing they was dealing with anxiety and depression, you know, and the sleep was one of those things that was just, you know, consuming them. Or some people dealing with anxiety, ego, or that they didn't even sleep at all, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So how does diabetes and high blood pressure uh, connect into COVID-19 because, you know, a lot of COVID-19 in, in the Delta variant right now are the elephants in the room. But people don't know with diabetes, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's you know, it's, it's a, a, a quick connection to COVID-19. Uh, can you give any, any, any reason, any tips about that connection? Yeah, I mean, it's not just COVID-19 that diabetes is connected to. It's uh, diabetes is connected to a lot of other conditions, depression, um, anxiety, for a lot of different physiological reasons. Uh, sleep apnea, everything is interrelated. Yeah. Uh, even though even though slow thyroid is related to, uh, to to high blood sugar or diabetes, um, and it's for the simple reason is, is that diabetes is a condition of the blood. It's high blood sugar, um, and because your blood flows everywhere, it affects everything, including your immune system. Um, and that's, that's a lot of the mechanisms by which having high blood sugar or diabetes uh, suppresses the immune system and makes you A, more prone to getting uh, COVID-19, but B, um, also having serious complications from it, getting into ICUs and possibly dying. Uh, so there, there, that, that's, uh, that's one mechanism. Um, and, uh, and like I said, it's not just COVID-19, it's a lot of other things. Heart disease, strokes, vision loss, um, cancers. Uh, uh, like I said, diabetes is connected to a lot of other conditions. Yeah, most most definitely. Um, I reversed type two diabetes over eleven years ago, and I've been I'm a huge advocate for reversing diabetes versus maintaining diabetes. And um, people, yeah, absolutely. people, people don't know that controlling your nutrition, not your diet, but your nutrition, keeping your weight in control, controlling your BMI, controlling your stress, you know, all these things will help re- reverse your diabetes condition even your high blood pressure even heart disease everything but i think when when the world uh changed last year a lot of people's cages were rattled they they didn't know what to do so they they went into um they put on the quarantine 15 which they may say 15 20 pounds whatever then they increase increase their risk of weight gain and then they uh, they couldn't go see the doctor because you know everything was closed down. They had to do virtual. But when they got back in, you know, I know people that, that gained up to 40, 50 pounds, and it was type two diabetic, and they didn't know why. But they they didn't realize that you know, hey, I'm uh, I'm, I'm drinking too much. I'm eating too much fat food, fast food, processed foods. 
Uh, did you see any of that, you know, in your in your area in Toronto, or, or doing your when you're working with clients? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, about two two months ago or so, uh, one of my uh, team members on the staff, uh, he was working with a gentleman who just became diabetic during COVID. Um, and he had some reversing his diabetes, so, so of course I wrote a case study about that and sent it out to Mr. Scarbert. Um, and funny enough, when I did send it out, I got, uh, I don't know, it was about 30 responses from other people saying either, oh, that's, that's me, uh, or that's someone I know. Either I developed diabetes during COVID-19 or someone I know developed diabetes during COVID-19. So absolutely, I've seen that and very, very common. It's a combination of A, the nutrition, and B, the stress. Yeah. Now, what should people focus on? Food? Or nutrition, because there is a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when it comes to nutrition, there are certain guidelines um, that that people should follow. Um, and funny enough, that we were talking about diabetes, because my most recent book um, is called Type Two Diabetes Reversal Secrets, just just published a week ago. Uh, so the research is still fresh in my mind. Um, but it's, um, it's it's very clear that biggest impact on our blood sugar levels is actually calories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second biggest impact is the amount of fiber that we get. The third biggest impact is carbohydrates, which is interesting. Because most people have the biggest arguments about carbohydrates, but they're not in top uh, top priority in terms of their, their the size of their impact. Um, and then the fourth biggest one is, is glycemic index or the glycemic load, which is almost negligible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but calories are first and foremost, and, and fiber is, is, is a very strong second. Yeah. Definitely, people need to get more fiber, and I and I tell you, with supplementation, look, if you're not getting fiber naturally from foods, then you need some type of supplements, all right? Um, fiber, fiber, I like to like you know, I, I like to say fiber is all, you know, came to me. You know, more fiber the better, but too much fiber, side effects of that can be bloating. You know, so you want to make sure, you know, that you're getting the the recommended amount for your for your um, for your body composition. Now, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a huge thing. But when I realized, like, when I go, when I went to the grocery stores last year, 2020 was really crazy. And the supermarkets, grocery stores were really full. And I noticed all the the fresh produce was all still on the shelves, but all the <laughs> the dry and the, you know the frozen stuff was gone. And it was so amazing to me, Igor. I'm like, people are really going for the shelf stable stuff, and they was leaving all the fresh stuff. You know, and it kind of blew yeah. my mind. <laughs> I was like, man, this, this is really, really I, I, I guess at that point, the priorities uh, shifted from optimal health to just survive. Because mm-hmm. uh, when it just hit and everything locked down, nobody really knew uh, what's going to happen. Are people going to need to live in shelters or something like that? Um, in which case, yeah, you need something that doesn't spoil very quickly. So yeah. I understand where they were coming from. Yeah. Uh, of course, fresh is better than frozen, but uh, for the sake of nutrition, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know, you know, people are going for the, the you know, the shelf, shelf stable things, peanut butter and, you know, all that stuff like that, that would probably last six months to a year on your shelf and in your pantry. I get it. I understand. But, you know, it, it just blew my mind because, you know, society are so conditioned you know, in case of a crisis, go get the, you know, the peanut butter and the eggs and the milk and the bread and everything frozen stuff. But, you know, a lot of the, like a lot of the frozen stuff, high in sodium, high in sugar, you know, and, um, yeah. and, you, and especially, you know, it's more cost effective too, especially if you got a family, you just lost your job. I get it. I understand. I understand. So now with everything going on, what's your take on really helping the handicapped 
and, and disabled because it seems to me like, you know, um, they got pushed to the kids table all of a sudden. Like nobody really talks about uh, what they're going through, what the needs are. You know, what's your take on, on really, really making sure that the handicapped and disabled uh, get a, a healthy lifestyle? Um, well, I mean, of course, we have to see what the handicaps are, but of course, but, but we we have to, to I mean, as their care as their caregivers, uh, we have to ask them what do they need. Uh, I mean, they 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 can often they can, they can often tell us, um, and they know their body very very well. Um, so we just have to listen to their needs, and and other than that, just I, I, I address the the handicap directly if there's. Uh, uh, if there's enough knowledge about it, etc., yeah. uh, from a, from the perspective of nutrition and exercise, yeah. often when we get handicapped, we start to feel sorry for ourselves. Um, not everyone, obviously, is able to drive very well, but a lot of people start to feel sorry for themselves um, and kind of withdraw from society and withdraw from you know nutrition and exercise and stuff like that. But even when there's a lot you can't do, there's still a ton of stuff that you can do. So start to seek out others who are also handicapped with the same handicaps as you and thriving. And try to figure out what it is that they're doing. And if, if possible, you can have a conversation with them, um, A, to get tips, or B, to get inspired. Uh, that's probably where I would start. Yeah, awesome response. Because, you know, a lot of times I talk to people, you know, and it seems like the handicapped and disabled just, they're just getting pushed to the side. You know, I work with a lot of people who are coming out of post-surgery, are pre, you know, they're dealing with a brain injury, spinal injury, uh, whatever it is. And or they just may have, you know, they was in a car accident and it caused, you know, brain injury. And, you know, getting back to some type of normalcy, like you mentioned, like a stroke. You know, it's, it's very challenging for them. And um, I just wanted to get your perspective on that to see and see what's going on. So that was a great answer. So now, when it comes down to uh, motivational speaking, right now, do you prefer the, the virtual speaking or do you prefer the in-person speaking? Because, you know, quarantine and, and COVID, it, it just changed the world. So I know you're a motivational speaker right now. Which one do you prefer? Uh, well, I actually wouldn't call myself a motivational speaker. I call myself more of an informational speaker. Okay. Uh, now, if motivation happens as a side effect of good information, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going for, uh, for motivation directly. Having um, said that, I much prefer in-person speaking than, uh, than you know, over a webinar. Now, I still do yeah. webinars, and uh, people are benefiting from them, etc. Uh, but if I have my choice of in-person versus webinars, I'll take in-person any single day. Yeah, for the simple reason is that I love interacting with my audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if I'm explaining a concept, uh, if their cameras are on, great, I can see I can see whether they're getting it or not. Right. If their cameras are off, I have no clue if they're getting it. I don't know all these reactions. Nobody's laughing at my jokes as much. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in an in-person audience, I can see is my material um, being understood? Is it is it hitting home? Yeah. Um, so in, in audience interaction is huge for me as a presenter, um, as a speaker. Um, so yeah, I do prefer in-person over um, over webinars. Awesome, awesome. Let's talk about your books. You know, um, do you find that writing books is more effective than blogging? Um, it depends for what. Um, for for people who are really looking to get in depth into a topic, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if 
they there's a saying if you don't pay you don't pay attention right. um, and generally speaking you have to buy a book so if you invested your money chances are you're going to invest more than just your money you're going to invest your attention um, whereas if you, don't, if you didn't pay for for, uh, for for content like a blog um, you're not going to take it as seriously as something that, that you actually pay for now the content may be really really good may be identical to what's in the book but you didn't pay for it, so you're not you don't you don't feel attached, you don't feel the need to act on it. Um, that's the upside of a book and the downside of a blog. But there's also the opposite. Yeah. There there are some people out there who will act on free information, and blogs reach more people because well they're free. Um, so there's there's pros and cons to both. Um, yeah. Also with blogs, just in their their very nature, not a lot of people will read super super long blogs. Like the length of a book might be 15. Uh, plus thousand uh, uh, words. Um, not very many people will read a blog that's fifteen thousand words, but people are conditioned to uh, to read uh, to give the, the proper attention to a book. If a book is, is fifteen thousand words, that's considered a very very short book. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if a book is a hundred thousand words, that's considered uh, a fairly long book. Um, so there's there's definitely pros and cons to both. Uh, like I always say, there's no good or bad. There's only correct application. Right. Uh, and same thing here. There's a, there's a ton of place for books and a ton of place for blogs. And I do both. Yeah. Um, I've written seven books and I've written five hundred blogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them both too. You know, I have books and I have yeah. blogs. You know, it just it. I, sometimes I'm in the mood uh, to write a book, and then sometimes I'm in the mood to either. Uh, write a blog or you know do a show about a topic you know it all depends on you know what's going on and lately I've been writing more I'm doing more shows and you know versus you know writing a book so I want I want to get your perspective on that because you've written multiple uh, top-selling books in your industry so I wanted to ask you about that now give me a rundown of Igor's day you know like when when Igor wake up in the morning what do you do to make sure that you're on point as far as your health and wellness uh well uh my, my uh, i'll actually start with saying that um to start my day i'll probably actually go to bed early uh like 10 30 p.m uh that, that that's where i'll start so i wake up um i don't i don't use an alarm clock but i just wake up whenever i wake up um and typically that varies based on the season if it's winter, I'll wake up later, like 7.15 7.45. If it's summer, I might wake up earlier, like 6.45 to 7.15. Um, and again, no alarm, well, I'll just let my body, you know, take however much sleep it needs. Um, if it needs more, I'll let it have it. If it needs less, I'll let it have that. Um, and then quite uh, right away, well, I mean, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, and I've heard one entrepreneur say, I don't have a 9 to 5. I have uh, when I open my eyes to when I close my eyes. So I get to work right away. Um, even before breakfast, uh, straight out of bed, straight into my office, uh, which is at home, um, start, uh, either, uh, answering emails, getting, I mean, crossing things off of my to-do list, um, start writing blogs, books, whatever. Uh, then I have breakfast, uh, then I'll go to work and I'll train some clients, uh, do my own workout if possible. Um, and if not possible, I'll do it later because, uh, my workout is non-negotiable. Um, I'll exercise six days a week and once I've done it, I started doing it twice a day. Um, and then I'll have a, a bit of a lunch, um, catch a nap somewhere there. Um, after we after my nap, I will have a lot of things like this, uh, podcast interviews, um, articles, more and more clients. Um, then, uh, if, if I didn't get my workout in before lunch, I will get it in before dinner, um, then dinner, um, then either more clients or more writing, more, more work that I, that I accumulated a bit today. 
And finally, towards the end of the day, I just uh, wind down with my girlfriend and sponsor some Netflix for like 20 to 50 minutes. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. So you consider yourself a high performer. something you know that you have fun with you got a passion for you know it doesn't seem like work you know and a lot of people when they work a nine-to-five day that you know they all say I've been in corporate for years before I quit uh, years ago and it was like you know oh I hate Mondays and uh, it's hump day Wednesday thank God it's Friday and I was like I gotta get away from all that But statistics show that a lot of people catch a heart attack between the hours of 6.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Monday mornings because they're going to a job that they do not love, you know. Yeah, the combination of A, high stress, and B, high cortisol levels, and C, hitting your job, that makes sense about the timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you've you've worked with a lot of big companies, American Express, IBM, uh, uh, Bosch, RBC, Ontario, Ontario Medical Association, and many, many others. Do you find that corporate wellness is it's it's much needed in these companies because people are overweight? Uh, studies show that the average uh, corporate employee, a nine to five employee, may gain up to fifty five pounds in their tenure. Do you find that uh, uh, corporate wellness plays a huge part in in corporations? Um, you know, much needed? Absolutely. Much delivered? Unfortunately, we're not there yet. Uh, there are certain companies that are very forward-thinking, and they are they are smaller, they are leaner, and uh, they take care of their, of their teams very well. But in my experience, the giants, so the multi-billion dollar corporations, um, they have something called um, uh, employee assistance firms, or EAPs. Um, so that's kind of like to check a box, like, yeah, this exists. Yeah. Now, how many people are using it? Not very many. Um, now, what I found is actually with smaller corporations, like under, say, 200, 250 people, uh, they, for some reason, take better care of their staff. Uh, they'll have tennis tables, that's close. Well. They'll have football tables. Uh, they'll have an extra room. They'll have a nap room. Uh, so there, they seem to be taken care of. Yeah. I was uh, once working with a uh, government agency, um, and their biggest issue was, well, we have all these benefits for our staff. We have gym memberships. We have um, all, all these great nutritionists, dietitians, all these services that they could use, but 75% of the workforce is not using it. Right. Why not? So it's the same thing here. Uh, much needed yet. Much yeah. implemented. Not there yet. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've worked with a lot of corporations here in the Atlanta area, and I realized that this is a um, children's health care of Atlanta. They had to really put an extra hundred dollars in their paycheck if you participate <laughs> in the corporate wellness program. And uh, I thought that was really crazy. And I was like, you know, these services, like you say, EAP and all that, these are here for you. A lot of these companies, you know, they have uh, in-house gyms, fitness centers. They have classes in the 
people will still not show up unless when you say, hey, okay, we're going to give you $100 if you check these boxes off, like you said, and every two weeks yeah. we gave you $100 extra, then we had a high influx of participants, which was really funny to me. I said, you, you guys should be taking these classes every every time they offer up, every day, you know, and I realized that, you know, some people are just not uh, there uh, psychologically to make a, a physical transformation in their body. And um, I said, look, you know, for corporations, the bottom line is all that matters. Like a healthy employee is a more productive employee. But, you, you know, they're going to invest your employees, but you want to have to invest in yourself, too, because once you leave work, you still got to deal with the pressures of your personal life. So exercise help relieve a lot of the tension from work, you know, and it's, it's just a lot going on. And then just to say, you know, last year hit 2020, you got laid off. Everything is out the window and is, you know, and people just went bananas. So. Igor, what's your take on uh, the vaccines right now? Uh, vaccines for professional reasons, I can't, uh, I guess I can't comment on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I'm a personal trainer, so it's on, I'm supposed to have a practice. Yes, understood. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> understood. Yeah, my apologies. I, I, no, no, no. Understood. You know, I'm here along with your brother. You know, move on, move on. So, what's the climate right now in in uh, in Canada right now? What's the environment like? What's the what's the mentality or the attitudes of Canadians right now? Uh, well, Canada is actually either the world leader or one of the world leaders in terms of uh, that vaccination. So, something like sixty, like high sixty, maybe low seventies percent have been uh, fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there is, of course, a skeptical minority um, who doesn't want to get vaccinated. Um, and, of course, children under 12 aren't getting vaccinated yet either. Uh, so that accounts for the remaining, you know, 30, 25 percent who aren't yet vaccinated. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but uh, like I said, the majority have been vaccinated and uh, seemingly without, without real, real complications. I mean, yeah, there, there's been sound side effects reported, but uh, nothing uh, particularly serious for the vast majority of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I what I what I really like about uh, people on the front line like yourself, personal trainers. I think personal trainers do not get uh, the uh, the spotlight enough as you know front other front lines like nurses and doctors and stuff like that. Like personal trainers, they really go through it. You're trying to work with clients to help them, you know, get get their minds, bodies, emotions, the spiritual uh, uh, connections right back into optimal shape because there's a lot of different things that's really, you know, uh, coming at you full speed, five, like I say, 5G speed through the cell phones, any type of electronic device, you yeah. know, and um, it can really, really sabotage a person's health by, you know, I, I don't want to work out today. I don't want to go to my, my sessions today, you know, so I want to say, you know, give a shout out to you, you know, for being out there on the front line as well and helping those individuals, you know, to keep, keep their body composition in check, keeping their BMI in check, uh, not just the physical part of it, but the psychological, the emotional, the spiritual part of it, because at the end of the day, it's going to affect them financially, you know, whether oh, wow. you work out or not, <laughs> you know. So I think personal trainers, um, 
athletic uh, uh, trainers and everybody like that who's actually working with clients on a day in a day out basis uh, deserve a spotlight for really being in people's lives, whether it's in person or virtual telehealth, or you you know you go into these individuals' homes and working out with them. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, yep. And but, I appreciate that. I mean, personal trainers are heavily on the on the prevention side of things. Oh yeah. Um, and because of the, just the sheer frequency with which we see our, uh, our clients, uh, we, we often have the biggest impacts, more than medical professionals. Um, I mean, how often will you see your doctor? If you're a healthy person, maybe once a year for annual physical. If you're unhealthy, maybe more frequently than that. But probably you're not seeing your doctor between one and three times per week. But you definitely see your personal trainer between one and three times per week. Um, and just because of, the, again, just the sheer frequency with which somebody will see their trainer, that if you do the math, that's 50 and 150 hours per year, uh, the, the impact that personal trainers have on people's lives is just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really incredible, especially for the people who know that they have to get their weight off, you know, and they know how to tell people all the time, like, you're not just doing it for you, you're doing it for your last name, you're doing it for your grandkids, you're doing it for your spouse, but God forbid, if you're a breadwinner in your house and something happens to you, catch a stroke, a heart disease, a COVID, everything slows down, just to say you go to the hospital and then you get released, just to say you had a stroke. I tell people, I got stroke victims. I said, their lives are so affected right now, but what's happening is the spouse has to pick up. The, oh, yeah. You know, they have to pick the ball up, and that's so stressful in itself right there that the spouse yeah, has to... being a caregiver. Oh, yeah, being a caregiver. Shout out to all the caregivers. If you're a caregiver, you already know. So um, if you're in a, uh, anywhere in the world, you want to reach out to Igor, reach out to Igor, you know, and caregivers, you guys has a have a real important job. You have to maintain your stress as well. So I know it's challenging, but you, you have to carve out that window to say, hey, I got to go get my workout in. You have to make sh- smart, intelligent, nutritional choices as far as maybe I should get the apple instead of the, the, the chocolate chip cookies, you know, all these different things. I know that sometimes, you know, stress can really, really build up the salty and, 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 and sugary cravings, you know, to help satisfy you, but don't do it because over time you're going to put that weight up and then now you got to care for somebody else too. So it's going to be a huge problem for you as well. So what's your take on, on, uh, nurses and doctors who are actually working so many hours, they're so stressed, they're overwhelmed and they're doing a lot of emotional eating, eating, standing up and eating on the run. What's your take on that? What kind of advice can you give them because they're not really having the time to do anything. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, like, like, like Jeff, you said, major props to nurses, doctors, healthcare workers in general. Because mm-hmm. um, they're working crazy hours right now, they're being very, very selfless. Uh, my advice would be the same advice that the pilot gives you when you're on an airplane. Mm-hmm. If an oxygen mask uh, drops out of the uh, out of the uh, out of the department. Put it on yourself first before helping other people. Yes, sir. Same thing here. Um, now, you don't, you don't need to work out for an hour. I mean, it'd be great if you could, but a five-minute workout is better than a zero-minute workout. Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. There's always a simple, easy way to exercise or some kind of activity into your day. And again, if you can do an hour, that's awesome, but it doesn't have to be. If you can do five minutes, you know, three, four times throughout the day, um, that's going to help you out a lot. Um, in terms of food choices, 
Um, I would do a Zulubin, and I'm not sure if uh, Terrence has ever heard of uh, what Zulubin in terms of their nutrition. Yes, sir. But they, yeah, so uh, I'll, for the sake of our listeners, I'll, I'll, I'll recount it. Um, Google wanted to be a great uh, workplace to, uh, to, to be employed in. So what they did is they wanted it to be so that no employee is ever more than 30 meters from some kind of delicious food. And that used to be chocolate bars, bags of chips, Doritos, um, sugary drinks, fruit juices, stuff like that. And yeah, it was a great place to work, but it also gain a ton of weight. Um, and once again, a ton of weight, the productivity uh, rapidly decreased. So Google said, well, how can we still make this a great place to work, but help our clients with their weight loss goals without really directly um, without directly, you know, messing with uh, with our culture. So what they did is this: they still kept the chocolate bars and the, and, and the fruit juices and, and, and the pop, but what they did is they put them out of sight. So they weren't in arms reach at all times. In fact, they were in cupboards. Uh, instead of being behind clear um, vending machines, they were behind opaque vending machines. So you could still access them wherever you wanted for free, but it just wasn't top of mind all the time. What they did instead is they they wrap they um, they prominently featured vegetables. They made them look good. They prominently featured water. And they made that look good. They put cucumbers and ice and lemons inside to make it look very appetizing. Um, and that, now, the, instead of having the pop in clear vending machines, the water was in clear vending machines, uh, which made those look more appealing. And sure enough, Google employees lost a ton of weight without really trying. Um, and if you are a healthcare uh, worker or practitioner, um, you can try and do the same thing. Organize your environment in a way that's conducive to your goals. So instead of packing a chocolate bar with your um, with your lunch or dinner, pack, for example, a granola bar, uh, pack a fruit, pack an apple, pack a banana, pack, uh, you know, um, trail mix, something like that. Uh, so there are a few very simple, very easy ways that don't take a lot of time uh, that would allow you to actually still take care of yourself while working an extremely busy schedule. Um, right now I have an emotional eating program uh, running and one of the participants in the last cohort, she was working four jobs. Now, she wasn't a healthcare worker, but, you know, she's still busy. She's working crazy hours. On top of that, uh, she had a husband who uh, wasn't working at the time because he was laid off. She had a very obnoxious three-year-old and working four jobs. Despite that, she was able to implement these very simple changes that I'm talking about right now, and they went into more detail in the program. And she was able to lose 15 pounds uh, for the duration of that, of that program. Awesome. That's awesome. That's so, what? How do you feel about fad diets? About fad diets? Yeah, I hate them. Um, I <laughs> I hate them too. I think um, there's a time and a place for diets. Uh, however, for the vast majority of the population, um, it's they're looking in the wrong place. And here, here's why I say that. At the end of the day, fat loss is super simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying it's simple. There are two things that matter, and only two things is total calories and total protein. Um, research consistently shows that nothing else matters. Whether you whether you eat after six or you don't eat after six, doesn't matter. Um, whether you decide to eat two large meals per day or five small meals per day, doesn't matter. Um, your carb to fat ratio, doesn't matter. The only two things that matter is total calories and total protein. So it's super, super simple, but then why can't we stick to it? The problem then is not nutritional. Um, it's if somebody comes to me and they say, uh, what, what's the best diet? I say, well, it's the one you can stick to and it's also healthy. So if you've lost weight in the past, you already know how to lose weight. You can just do that again. Uh, then why could you stick to it? 
why do you just want to go on to the next thing that hasn't been proven uh, versus the thing that you've already done in the past that has been proven for you? Because, again, the issues are nutritional. The issues are emotionally, stress eating, uh, the lack of planning and cravings, those are the real issues. Yeah, yeah. The nutritional issue is really just kind of like a smokescreen. But what people really need to work on is not the nutrition as much as the reasons underlying that nutrition, which is, again, emotion, stress, planning, uh, cravings. These are things that people really need to work on. So they need to be doing more mental emotional exercises as opposed to dieting and fat dieting. Yeah. Uh, that's usually how we approach things. Again, there's a time and place for diets, but for let's say 95 to 98% of the population, their priority should really be on addressing emotional eating, stress eating, planning and craving. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome response. You know, I don't like diets. Diets, you know, the average person after being on a diet for a year, you're going to get off and then put the weight back on. And you know, every time I turn yeah. around, New Year is a it's a brand new diet that's popular, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, uh, oh, okay, all right. So give me give me top three supplements for building your immune system. Uh, top three supplements. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I I hate this answer, but I'm gonna give it anyways. It's a, it depends. Uh-huh. Um, it depends on your own personal um deficiencies. Yeah. Supplements or let, let me do say that vitamins and minerals are, are are good for you if there's a deficiency present. Mm-hmm. No deficiency, no benefit. Right. So in other words, for somebody, vitamin D might be the best thing ever if they're deficient. In other words, if they live north of LA, they're probably deficient. Yeah. But vitamin D is not so beneficial for you if you're sufficient amount of vitamin D. If you live in Hawaii, you live in LA, southern Texas, etc., uh, you have enough vitamin D. Additional vitamin D won't do you good. Um but uh, as, as a very general beneficial seller for like the majority of people, I think but just a multivitamin, yeah. uh, things like fish oil, um, just a very, very bare basics, those would be probably my top two. Uh, if I was to give it a number three, um, I would say this one specifically for, uh, I'm sorry, but for women, uh, iron. Because yeah. a lot of women are anemic. Yeah. And if you're, again, if, if you're anemic, going from low iron to sufficient iron, it will do one in the immune system. Yeah. Uh, if you have sufficient iron, going to excessive iron, it will not do good things for your immune system. Uh, and uh, you know what? Uh, for a fourth one in there is zinc. But uh, yeah. I, I get the same disclaimer. The zinc is beneficial for you if you're deficient in it. Yeah. Uh, if you're not deficient, it will be beneficial. So that's kind of my it depends, but also uh, uh, but also yeah, awesome, awesome. I do know that, you know, the, the supplementation industry uh, is a multi-billion dollar industry. And I know with COVID, people trying to focus more on uh, fortifying the immune system, you know, supplements has so, so many units, you know, whether it's capsules, it's pills, it's liquids, you know, um, they even have... Um, cocktail bars now where you can go get IV solutions, you know, people are just going crazy, you know, trying to uh, get their health up. Now, I also feel that some supplementations do not or does not look up to their claims, you know, and I'm saying that, I've been saying it for years, you know, you get a a more popular doctor on this on this TV show saying, hey, go get, (laughs) (laughs) go get this, you know, people run and go get it. And also, you know, um, I, I, I feel like, you know, you have, you know, whatever your deficiencies are, like you said, and then what, what do you need? You find products that, you know, that works for you, that gives you the most benefit, you know, versus just going to get, you know, the new shiny product on the shelf. Because you can go anywhere, you know, uh, 
Walgreens, Walmart, not to start naming names, but you can go anywhere and find some type of multivitamin, but it, they do not live up to their claim. So do your research. Yeah. Um, make sure you read the customer reviews, the ingredient list. Um, make sure that there's an independent study that actually evaluated these supplementations because a lot of times these supplements are not being evaluated by ind- independent evaluation companies. They're not, they're not food and drug you know, um, approved. And it says that, but you know, um, it's just it's just crazy right now. So, Igor, give it, yeah, give, give the listeners uh, any tips and strategies. You know, you gave them so much right now, but anything you want to touch on as far as encouragement, motivation for people who want to hear this podcast, because we want people to live fruitful lives, you know, a healthy lifespan, to be around for the next 30, 40, 50 years, and have that that um, cognitive awareness that get up and go to, you know, throw the ball around in the backyard, the park with the grandkids, because that's an amazing feeling, you know. So anything yeah. you want to tell people right now to motivate them to stay on top? Sure. If I could give um, anybody just one single thing to focus on, I know that at the beginning of for three things, and it says sleep, uh, nutrition, exercise, not necessarily in that order, but I will say that sleep is number one, ahead of nutrition and ahead of exercise. Just because um, having good, healthy sleep will make the nutrition and the exercise that you know, that, that much easier. Um, and a lot of people are waking up early, they're cutting their sleep short in order to exercise. I believe that's their own approach. You should get the sleep that you need, and then with whatever time remains, you should exercise. Sleep is not just a passive um, activity that you're just doing do nothing. Your brain is far at work while you're sleeping, and your body is far at work preparing you um, from the previous days, uh, stresses, damages, etc. If you're not thinking about make a very, very high priority. Uh, that that would be my most important lesson over over exercise. And I'm a, and I'm a developer, so I'll show you my business is exercise. But I would put sleep even above that. Awesome, man. That's beautiful. So all you listeners out there, you know, <laughs> it's not just me talking about get your sleep in, get proper nutrition, exercise, controlling your stress, keeping your weight down, focus on nutrition and not just food. You know, there's countless of personal trainers and, you know, authors out there who are delivering the same message. You know, you have to connect with individuals like uh, Igor here, you know, to really, really push yourself to the next level. Because, you know, COVID is no joke, but that's the elephant in the room. Let's not talk about all the other beasts that's in the jungle, like uh, uh, blood pre- high blood pressure, diabetes, and you know arthritis and heart disease, kidney failure. Like a lot of these things uh, uh, are very sneaky. They can sneak up on you. So you want to make sure that you're doing the best that you can, and then the next day try to do another one to ten percent on top of that. Do not sit around complaining, you know, waiting for things to get better. No, your health, <laughs> invest in your health is one of the biggest investments that you can make yep. into yourself. And especially right now with your, uh, your your mental health, you have to pay attention to, on, to uh, uh, not, you know, speaking down to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror. Just say, you you know, hey, I just got out of the shower. I'm, I'm moisturizing. I'm looking at myself naked. I hate it. You're calling yourself fat. You're calling it down on yourself. Stop doing that. Do something about it, man. You know, 
Uh, most people say, oh, you know, personal trainers, you know, they, they, they cost too much. And, you know, these, this is an investment into your health, man. You, you need a professional that's going to help you uh, uh, take your deficiencies, take your body composition, your goals, your weight, everything like that, and create a, a, a program for you that you can follow. You know that's gonna really take back control of your health because like, I'm gonna say this again like I always say it's not just you that you know that you know your life is around like if you if you have a girlfriend boyfriend kids whatever it is people are depending on you so you make sure that you stay an asset and not a liability when it comes down to your health because once you become a liability you 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 know those hospital bills are are ridiculous <laughs> so yeah especially in the u.s yeah if you complain about personal training fees when the last time you had a hospital bill that you had to pay you know if you exactly don't it you know that costs a lot more than health costs a lot more and then you know what um hospital bills is the the, the number three leading reason why people file for bankruptcy and right wow. now in the United States, you know, this is big business. Keeping you sick, keeping you ill, and keeping you on pills is big business. Okay? So people are living paycheck to paycheck and they have to pay the doctor bills and they, they you know, they, you know, they maxing out credit cards, they're doing all this stuff just to stay on floor. I got a couple of clients and they said, Terrence, you know, I'm gonna have this hospital bill for the rest of my life. And this guy's 40 years old. When he said that, it hit me. I was like, man. So you have to take care of yourself. You know, you're going to have to reach out uh, to Igor or any other fitness trainer out there, fitness professional out there to really reboot your body for 2021. You know, um, next year, 2022, if God's willing, this version of yourself right now is going to be obsolete. You got to treat your body and your mind like the brand new car they can roll off the, the show lot, like the brand new iPhone that they're going to bring out. You know, I always tell people, Igor, hey, this this version is going to be obsolete next year. So you yep. have to start yep. working on next year and now. All right, so. Absolutely. There's a saying that people underestimate what they can do uh, in a year and overestimate what they can do in a month. Ooh. So if they just make one small change uh, every day or every week, a year later, they're going to be, well, much stronger, healthier, better. Uh, but in a month, it's not going to be as much. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, want, you know, when you start getting mental clarity and your cognitive awareness spikes, you're more alert. You know, you got more flexibility. You got a stronger sex life. You know, you're more friendlier. You're smiling more. These are signs of a healthy individual. So when you're grumpy all the time and you <laughs> you're just having a hard time, that's going to show up too. So with COVID, you know, being quarantined still and everything that's going on that's coming up right now with the Delta variant and the different things that's happening right now, it's it's so important right now to really exercise, to really go out there get tw- at least 20 minutes of sunshine, you know, go meditate in the sun, go sit in the sun to really help, you know, build your immune system, you know, get the supplements, get a, go get, go, go get a physical, go see what your vitamins and, um, and your minerals deficiencies are. N- educate yourself, know what you need and what you don't need for your body, you know, and, uh, control your stress. That's the hardest thing. And then trust the process. 
Okay, you, if you, you're not going to see results. I tell people all the time, Igor, whether you use six figures or six pack, it's not going to help in overnight. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so I hope you guys will love this podcast, this interview with Mr. Igor. I'm going to get the name right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because, you know, it's not a name that I run across all the time. No, not, not, not outside of Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Klibanoff. You got it. Very well. There you go. Igor Klibanov. Okay. So it's K-L-I-B-A-N-O-V. And um, he's based out of Toronto right now in Canada. So, uh, Igor, we want to say thank you so much for taking the time out to bless us with so much impactful information, you know. And I, I love it because you, you're an expert in your field and you know what you're doing. And I asked you random questions, and you didn't hesitate to give the answers. You know, a lot of times, you know, people got to think about what they're going to say, but your answers are very precise and on point. So I want to say thank you so much for coming on to this uh, uh, platform, and I can't wait. My pleasure, Terrence. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. All right, man. Thank you. So listen, guys, I'm trying to tell you, it's not a game out here. Okay, take care of yourself. Watch how you uh, talk to yourself. Okay, be gentle with yourself. Give yourself a break, but then again, be hard on yourself at the same time when you need to. It's imperative that you take precautionary measures. You know, it's not just you. It's your grandkids. It's your spouse. It's your kids. It's your if you it's your business. If you get sick or injured, your money slows up. Unless you have it on automatic and your money is making money for you in your sleep, believe me, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get hit with a financial setback if your health fails. Okay, so make sure that you, you know, um, that you 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 strap yourself down. Okay, because there's a lot coming up, and I really I really don't. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but I had a doctor on. He called it the Federal Death Association, the FDA. You know, so he's and then his phone hung up. He said, they watching me. they listening. I said, okay. But, you know, take care of yourself, man. It's, it's important. So um, my name is Terrence Hutchinson, um, and this is the uh, Your Best Lifestyles uh, International Health and Wellness Podcast. And um, you can find us on iHeart, Spotify, Google, Apple, all of Amazon, Pandora, all the podcast platforms. And, you know, um, we're gearing up right now to be – you know, the top 50 podcasts in the health and wellness field and that's a goal and share this out you know support uh, if you want to advertise with us sponsor us that's great too you know and uh, we just appreciate the love and support man because we got a lot of top experts in the field like Igor here that's giving us the, the great information so we hope to talk to you guys soon and have a blessed day Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson, right here at the O. Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studio right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Happy Friday morning. It is 1025 uh, Friday morning. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys had a great night's sleep. 
hope you guys are getting some great nutrition in your bodies for breakfast and you're stretching, you're, you're on your second bottle of water by now, you're exercising, you're meditating, you're praying, you know, all these good old things to really, really set your Friday morning off. You know, I like to do my little daily checks with the mental and, and emotional health, you're exercising, you're eating well, you're stretching, meditation, praying, and most importantly, I like to say, uh, incorporating some very self-improvement hacks, okay? Every day you have to self-improve, you try to tweak on your weaknesses and, 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 and make sure that you get yourself stronger in every areas that can really, really contribute to your loved ones, to the world, and everybody who come in contact with you, your business, your brand, and what it is. There's no better gift that you can give to the world than your self-improvement. Trust me on this one. And I know, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, you know, sometimes people are a little paralyzed mentally, emotionally about self-improvement than other people. You know, unlike us who are high performers, we try to capitalize on on self-improvement hacks every day. Like, how can I get better? What else can I do to improve? What am I lacking in? You know, what are my deficiencies? You know, and, and try to really build on top of that. So we become better individuals. We become better parents. We become better bosses, co-workers, lovers, you know, business owners, whatever your feel and interests are, or whatever you feel like you need to do, you know, you every day you got to wake up even when you don't feel like it. And that's the hardest thing for a lot of a lot of people to understand. There's gonna be some days that you don't feel like doing anything. You just wanna lay there. You just but you know you have to push yourself to get yourself to the next level. It's imperative that we do that. So I want to, you know, encourage you guys to make sure that every day, you know, your feet touch the ground, even before your feet touch the ground, you know, you meditate there, lay there, your things, show a lot of gratitude for the things that you do have and for the opportunity that you are, you know, making a great headway for another day. And then just really show gratitude that you're not breathing with assistance. You know, so many people are, uh, in ICU right now with respiratory systems with with COVID and you know with anything else lifestyle chronic conditions that's ailing them but you you know you are able to breathe freely you are able to move around with no pain in your body you are able to really really push yourself forward so I don't want you today to really think about that and not take it for granted because so many people wish they had the opportunity to do so and they will gladly trade their situation for yours you know um, nobody wants to be sick nobody wants to be in a hospital nobody wants to be in, in any type of condition that's limiting their life you know or limiting their growth so you want to make sure that you know uh you're there and you're improving okay so that's all i'm gonna say about that so i'm gonna give a shout out to our sponsors um, we want to give a shout out to your wellness habits. Uh, visit them at www.yourwellnesshabits.com for all your fitness, supplement uh, needs, all your uh, eyeglass protection for blue light gear, like a whole lot of stuff going over there. And also um, diabetic cuisine spices.com. 
thank you so much for the sponsorship. You know, go there. You know, they're, they they all natural ingredients uh, developed by dietitians, nutritionists, and personal chefs who you know pretty much at bird diabetics themselves, but also reverse type two diabetes. Now they came up with a new spice line that's targeting the diabetic community, uh, high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, stroke, that really help increase a diabetic's chance of eating properly, you know, using uh, proper spices, because there's not a whole lot of spices out there that's that's are in a blend that's gonna really, you can put on a lot of different foods and, and really eat with confidence, you know, and uh, I really like uh, diabetic cuisine spices, they're brand new, and I can't wait to see what they do. And uh, we really appreciate the sponsorship. And also, you know, finding the perfect guy uh, movie that's that's coming out on Valentine's Day. Uh, we want to thank you for the sponsorship. We want to thank you for really being there and supporting us and, and the product placements with our materials and everything like that. So we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And with all that further ado, you know, I want to bring on uh, uh, a great spoke, uh, spokesperson for uh, nutritional diversity, you know, the cutting age of fitness and nutritional science. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here, man. You know, you're calling all the way from Panama right now. And we, we, we thrive on having individuals from all over the world. This is why there's an international podcast to be on the show to share what's happening around the world through health and wellness, fitness and nutrition. So we are, you know, very appreciative of you taking time out of your very productive schedule and coming on the show. Happy to do so, man, definitely. So let's talk about nutritional diversity. Explain what is that? Okay, so just as a like a encapsulated fast way to explain it, uh, we don't eat enough food. The grocery store has uh, a narrow spectrum of food compared to what Paleolithic evolution would have been based on. If we didn't come here with spears and fire from alien ships already, we would have evolved to that through a diverse spectrum of robust, uh, wild-growing foods that grow in a diverse model of, of cultivation, right? Uh, a diverse natural model of cultivation. Now we have a domestic uh, monoculture, which is a toxic model of cultivation, and a narrow spectrum of species that's provided through like a centrally distributed food system to the grocery store. And for this reason, um, this is the underscoring reason that for the health crisis for all these different troubles for the fact that it's hard for a lot of people to battle covid to um they're not getting enough results in the gym so by elevating the the uh the level of nutritional intake and special special diversity in that intake we've seen um just 200 to 500 percent performance increases whether that's healing or athletic performance yeah 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 you know you brought up COVID like COVID really changed the world in the way people are pretty much taking care of themselves right now I know this might sound a little weird but it, it kind of forces uh, people to take a closer look at their health exercise more lose unwanted body fat and weight 
uh, uh, decrease their chances of obesity and eating properly. And but last year, when I really feel like I feel like there should have been much more of a health revolution to come back from everything that's that's gone on. I think it's kind of like unfortunately um, not as as health hasn't been taken as prior has not been prioritized as I think it, it should have been there's a lot of more band-aid solutions and um, like control freakism rather than actual education about how to make a robust immune system and be able to survive in a an environment where viruses do exist and infections and infectious disease doesn't inv- does exist right exactly and I agree with you 1000% because I do believe that, you know, uh, with this Western society, our country thrives on keeping people sick or keeping people uh, addicted to uh, uh, remedies or, or modern medicine that really causes other side effects of health problems. And I think that, you know, what I was about to say earlier was that during COVID, so many people ran through you know, to get their shelf-stable items or their frozen items, which was packed with additives and preservatives. And, you know, I know why they were trying to go there, but those things really increase other chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease and high blood pressure because of the... Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, but you know, it's an underground movement that's popping up around pretty much everybody right now. It's something called permaculture which is a new alternative mode of agriculture and it usually is facilitated by like small homesteaders but anyway i'm you know one one thing that the fastest way i've been able to get people to make the switch myself working with clients who are in the states is to just tell them to go ahead and get a hold of those people no matter what it takes if you have to drive a couple hours whatever and and try to get as much from them and, and stack up a list of these guys and and you'll you will be able to to actually funny thing is the only way you will really be able to do this in the states and get these results in the northern ge- geography where production isn't quite what it is here in the jungle mm. yeah 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 so describe your day-to-day right now in in panama like you know are you obviously it's agriculture and you, you're growing a lot of stuff on your own and you're really eating from the garden to the table so describe you know the difference in living in that environment now versus living in the states with everything else going on as far as uh, okay men. okay well a lot of it can be brought into the states and what i found for the, the all biological health takes on the same um like structure believe it or not um so when i eat my plate of food any waste will actually go into a home composting system for example and i will get nutritious food for my food so i will make black soil that I add to my soil to enrich the food process. Mm. All seeds, all seeds from every little thing. When I make my dinner or whatever, I take those seeds out and I plant those seeds. Even if I got those seeds from a bad, a bad source or a bad agriculture system, and I regrow them inside my own agriculture system, which could be my balcony in the inner city. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then, then, I, then now I'm making sure to give this thing 
um, a nutritional diversity of a wide range of composted material. And now I'm producing better food for myself. And that's without mention of the, the, the plethora of scientific evidence that goes to support when we grow our food, it actually makes a nutrition just for us. Yeah. Um, so, so I highly encourage people to at least grow some of their own food. Yeah. So that's one, that's one thing. And then the other thing is just looking at nature. Like there's wind, there's rain, there's temperature change. So I make sure I make I make sure to give myself all these resistances. When we wrote the doctrine, nutritional diversity as a doctrine, you know, it had 12 core principles, and the first one is all biology re- grows against resistance. So I want to say that too. Like in my day to day, I look at all challenges that come up in my day as opportunities to build strength. So I think as far yeah, so I think as far as like uh, taking images, taking our our teachings and following nature really can provide us not just internal health, but ecological health and happy mental, like real mental health as well. Yeah, uh, that's amazing because, you know, when you said uh, uh, recycling seeds and, you know, putting in the compost and, you know, developing a great nutrition in the process, you know, like, here over in the, in the states like i've seen people eat certain foods with seeds and the number one thing we do with the seeds is put, spit them out <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah. we don't what you just said you know it was it's great and it hit me i said well, over here people spit seeds out they don't think about recycling seeds and growing them back and you know depending on who you are and what environment whether you're in any city if you're in the inner city you know, you're not thinking about that. You know, a lot of people. Nah. Oh, know. and I can keep going with the seeds, man. So seeds are for planting, most definitely. And they're not for eating. In fact, seeds have beans. Seeds have a protein, which is a spike protein. We've heard about spike proteins all in this COVID news. But there's a spike protein and seed matters that prevents digestion. It's called a, a, le- a lectin. A preve- so, yeah. so the bird, so the bird or the animal doesn't digest the seed and, and the plant continues to to procreate right well well so you know that's why we have gas well so if a person wants to stay just a little bit healthier and fight against cell aging they will do themselves a favor by taking seeds and beans out of their diet a little bit or using a grinding or pressure cooking method when using them because they still are a cheap uh, solid protein but until they've been pressure cooked or ground into a fine powder beforehand like the ancient uh, tribes used to do for tortillas or whatever with corn um, then then there's that lectin remains and and it it causes a little bit of cell aging um, across the body now do you think that most people are not aware of cell aging because some people on externally they can look you know uh, chronologically aged but internally they can probably be five years older and yeah can it contribute to what we're consuming as far as uh there's food and there's nutrition so you know you know what what's your spill on and i know you know this what's your spill on preventing or slowing down cell aging can you know you just mentioned a little bit but most people don't really understand or they don't really pay attention to it why their organs vital organs may be age five times 
faster than the chronological age. And why is this so important to really slow down? You can't really reverse it, but really slow down the aging process. Yeah, for that, I would say keep yourself hydrated as much as possible. Um, and, I, and I would also say that, um, you know what, what, we've been eating extremely high processed, mm. not, not natural substances for so long. So that extreme consumption really kind of justifies an extreme medicine. And, and check this out, uh, just so happens the strongest plant is a tree and several tree medicines produced they're hard to get out there's a little bit of process to get them out and you know it's a tree so it's thicker but for example tea tree oil in australia yeah. or pine pine tree oil turpentine yeah. some of these tree medicines in medicinal doses okay have been have shown incredible results at cleaning some of the gunk buildup that stays in our system such as vein plaque and all that kind of stuff out and what and and cleaning those candidas and things out will help prevent cell aging, which is really brought on by those lectins and processed food leftovers and just, um, you know, misdirected consumption. Yeah, and misdirected uh, consumption is, it's been going on for so long. Like I like to say, you know, the Food and Drug Administration pretty much been following their, you know, their regulations and policies since 1975. They had really haven't made any adjustments. And, you know, you got the food pyramid, which has really been the same until uh, Michelle Obama got in office and she tweaked it a little bit. But, you know, what 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 is your take on detoxifying the body naturally versus, you know, yeah, it but the, uh, elevate the diversity to more than 60 species and try to do it for a year and you won't believe how much you clean out how good you feel you'll feel on top on top of the world i mean in, in as little as 10 days we offer a retreat now and i've been doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with people and i've been attacking everything from Crohn's disease from diabetes i'm confidently i'm confident to say that whether you're an athlete or a sick person and you want to get that next step up or, or you're really in a crunch. I mean, it's like, it's really awesome because we've been able to like, bring people into new athletic performance, which is just like a super exciting moment, you know, time period with that person. And we've been able to help people with totally critical health issues. Wow. So there, so yeah, so like, um, and this is just 100% the way, again, I would say that all, all, most of the issues, if it wasn't brought on by like a collision in injury or some yeah. sort of trauma like that, yeah, um, pretty pretty much all of these issues seem to be underscored by modern agriculture chemicals and processed foods. Yeah, I mean just just every single one. And um, and and now that I'm in agriculture, like I could I could just sit here and tell you horror story after horror story. But let me just tell you. It is insane. And, and what you were talking about with the food pyramid, I totally get you, man. That's the wrong, that's crazy narrow. It's wild, whoever came up with that. Um, obviously the experts, the diet experts, the agriculture experts have gotten into a, into a health crisis. People are totally out of shape um, in the general. And, 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 and it's weird, man. I think about it all the time. My monoculture has gone back through ancient history. Mm -hmm. uh, but but the strongest there's it's weird if you look at like tribes like the strongest most resilient people Vikings African tribes they were not in modern culture the select ones that were not in monoculture 
um, I you know, but these, down here in, in the Americas, they used to worship corn, which was a monoculture. You know, they had paintings of it as their gods. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think about it all the time. And, um, and it, that was a genetically engineered, I mean, however you want to consider genu- genetic engineering, the yeah. basis of corn was like a little grass seed. I think a lot of people know that. So it's a good example. You know, so these things, we'll, we really just need to go back to nature. We really need to go back to completely naturally produced foods and a complete natural method there's certain species that we like but i hate to be redundant or 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 uh, biblical or whatever but i mean genesis 129 i give you all seed bearing plants to use for food all seed bearing plants to use for food i I think it's a pretty adequate instruction much better than than the food pyramid yeah 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 you know and that's a beautiful thing because you know, like if you think about figs and apples, these things been around <laughs> since since the biblical days, you know, and you, these are type of uh, fruits that you want to keep going and, and, and incorporating in your body. Um, what do you think about uh, modern medicine versus the holistic approach? Because I have a lot of clients, you know, they suffer from different ailments. And I said, look, if you really focus on a plant-based diet and get off the process and all the sugars and stuff like that, you can really reverse type 2 diabetes. You know, you can really lower your blood pressure. You can get rid of the bad cholesterol. Um, I think that the modern medicine, if it's needed, then okay, fine. But, you know, a lot of things holistically people can do but i think the food cravings just overtake them or their emotional uh uh, stress really forces them to uh eat emotionally just causing a whole lot of things well there's a biology to it actually because because we're these amazing adaptable animals actually and so when you start eating these processed foods you build a mechanism to them and you adapt to that and you want that afterwards and in fact i've even had transitional things and you can see it so it makes so much sense it becomes so clear when you take on someone who shows up and at the airport the first thing is a, a soda and a snickers that they pick up right and you're walking around <laughs> and you're you start you're starting to figure out oh yeah beers every weekend coffee every morning with yeah. this guy right yeah and then and then once we get out there and he's got his first couple days just getting like 70 different species shoved down his throat every couple of hours, you know, and all these different creations that are way better than any other creations. Like, man, wow, a factory made this and took all the sugar and made this little thing, but this fruit that just fell off this tree is so much better tasting. It's incredible. Like if we would have known this, like if half of us would have known this, we would, you know what I mean? So the separation, the separation from nature is extreme and uh and yeah yeah man we just need to go back to nature completely yeah definitely get the natural sugars from you know certain fruits and vegetables that can really sustain you and you know this processed sugar man is so addictive to so many people around the world but especially here in western society in the states is sugar you know i know i got a lot of people who are in tech and they're sitting in front and sitting in front of uh, three monitors all day eating. They got this one drawer in the bottom of the desk. They got Doritos, they got the Oreos, they got 
Yeah. And you know, I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, man, this keeps me, this lowers my stress. It keeps me focused. It's the satiety and the sugary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what it's doing? It's the, the, yeah, because I've seen the colonoscopy comparisons. But and you know, so basically they have a digestion system from hell. Oh. And it's you know what I mean? And there's because <laughs> what we have is it's called the microbiome. And it's this uh billions of different microflora that digest the food for us and these direct um yeah these already processed quickly quickly uptake uh very toxic it, the buildup really you don't even get to digest the stuff and the buildup is inside of the capillaries the veins the heart the lungs mm. um yeah so What's they've caused a stroke or heart attack heart disease I'm sorry. I said, which can cause a, a, a heart disease, a stroke, or you know, high blood pressure, all these different things. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, let me say, but I definitely I know they've found uh, all that kind of stuff in yeah. in those different parts of the body, unprocessed by the liver. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and people and talk about the liver for a minute. Like people don't understand that the liver is the body's second brain, right? It it, it really, you know, uh, distributes uh, everything that the body consumes as far as like, okay, this is sugar, this is vitamins, this is minerals, and people really oh, they don't pay attention to that. Like, you know, the liver is is the organ that really keeps you. Uh, either keep you lean or it's going to keep you the body's going to deliver it's going to process all, all this is sugar the processed stuff you know the high sugar stuff it's going to store it in the fat closet it's going to process it as you know as sugar as fat and then your body the average human and walking around right now in the states around 30 to 50 pounds of uh, toxic body fat you know and they can't get rid of but it's the foods that they is that eat. what the average person in the United States is walking around with just about yeah yeah so especially wow. uh, you know you got you got a covet right now where they came up they they dubbed it uh the covet quarantine 15 we were quarantined the average person might have gained the minimum of 15 pounds because you're dealing with the you know stress you're dealing with the, you know being uh locked in working remotely you know so food became a comfort and then you have Man, I Mobility. Believe it or not, I might. I think it might even be worse here. Believe it or not, mm. yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, it's like I don't mean to cut you off, but to go oh. back to that thing you were talking about with the food pyramid and everything, and yeah. just because this is such a casual format, our conversation, man. I mean, I think it really has something to do with slavery. But uh, Panama was enslaved for the last 500 years, real closely, man. Like they just got out of dictatorships when we gave them back the canal. Um, and the diet here is the worst diet I've ever seen as far as like normal diet culture. People die young, they blow up. I mean, it's even worse here. It's even worse here. And, I, and it just brings me up to this other point. One of the worst things um, that your neighborhood can get, your neighborhood can, everyone you know can get, that listens to this podcast is going to get healthier right here, right now. And this is an easy switch. Never buy any of these poor, cheaply priced oils anymore. The sunflower oil, the canola oil, yeah. the uh, the um, hydrogenated vegetable oil is the worst one. Um, but all <laughs> these oils are terrible. You want to get like an exp <laughs> I hate to say it, but you know, an, a more expensive olive oil or a coconut yeah. oil. 
and you can cook with both of those for sure. I know there's a bunch of stuff out there, and, just, yeah. and then that's crazy. Like, where do you go for true information? I'll tell you where to go. Go to the people who are doing the research themselves, right. who are getting their hands dirty, who are out here studying the plants, studying the species, looking up close what's going on in modern agriculture, what can be going on in a more natural yeah. um, agriculture, like permaculture, biodynamics, all right. of that. So speak, speak like I'm a huge olive oil fan, olive oil fan, and I try to get some of the, you know, the high pricey stuff that, you know, is organic or, you know, natural stuff versus the, you know, the processed stuff. You know, a lot of people don't pay attention to it. They just see it and they say, okay, I got olive oil, but that may not be the best quality olive oil for you. Um, some people, especially in the African-American community, you know, we grew up using not really olive oil, but, you know, different oils that can contain, you know, the type of fats that can really cause a heart attack. So when you talk about trans fat, you know, I think they really banned it when uh, I think um, when Bill Clinton, he had the he ate like Big Macs every day and he had the triple bypass, I believe, years ago. So they banned, you know, trans fat, but hydrogenated oils is just another name for trans fat. If you look in certain peanut butters, you look in certain breads, you know, you can you can see hydrogenated oils in there, just another name for trans fat. So I try Yeah, to- I would say just get everything you can get. There's size limits, right? Like if yeah. it's too big of a production company, then they're making shit, you know? Or excuse me, uh, you know, uh, you if could- it's a small <laughs> if it's a smaller handcrafted guy who loves what he's doing and he really appreciates your business that much more and all those things, I think that's the way to go, you know? So I think really it's just a matter of sticking to that, sticking to the small producers of these, of these products for oils and stuff. Yeah. What do you, what, I mean, everybody seems to run to the, the big producers versus the little small producers, you know, and I, I, I know that, you know, what everything was social media and everything like that. Oh, they got a lot of numbers. They got a lot of followers. So people gravitate to that more, but that doesn't mean it has the best quality. You know, they may have yeah. quantity, but they may not have the best quality. Like I really pay attention to the underdogs, you know, the people who are underneath the radar, who who's delivering great quality products and content versus, you know, being overshadowed by uh, uh, the big companies per se. So when 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 it comes down to your own personal uh, uh, fitness and wellness, give me a run through of how you personally take care of yourself to increase your capabilities of becoming a better person of you. Yeah, so I have a serious daily program. I get up at 2.45, 3 a.m. every single day. I run, I lift, I do a whole bunch of yoga and these Chinese drum exercises that I I show everybody all the time Mm because do a thousand of them a day and it will keep the doctor away. Um, Yeah, and so I have a a really heavy-duty daily routine by 7 7 a.m., I've already done a whole bunch of working out. I feel great. Uh, um, you know, right before this call, since I'm in town, I went and hit the gym hard as could be. Because yeah. I, I knew I had this excellent conversation to have with this excellent guy who's trying to help the world with all this health advice. So, you know, that that was important. And I just, um, you know, really, I try to maintain an attitude of gratitude no matter what. 
and um, I'm I'm also a big big um, like follower of spiritual practice, yeah. as you were talking about in the intro, meditation yeah. and thankfulness and, and and all that kinds of stuff. I've I've noticed on my on my biological adventure that there's some spirit and heart in everything around us to some degree, and um, it's really it's really like a slap in the face to me how I walked around for so long without, you know, I always had to, I'm lucky I'm from New Mexico. So I've always had kind of like this people of the land connection, but um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I invite everyone to go back into nature and do your meditation there because there's so yeah. much to learn just right that we just never got, you know, no one, no one took us out there and said, just look, <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, I was one of them. I was never really in tune. I, I grew up in the, in the city, so it's like it's never really <laughs> nature there. Dude, I had all kinds of friends in Philly. I went. I was flipping yeah. houses in Philly. We went. A couple of them went with me to Atlanta one time, just driving around, being crazy. But uh, but I was flipping houses in Philadelphia, and all the guys on the block that I was working at, half of them had never even left their block. So that was the first time I saw that. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, you know, but as I, you know, I moved to New York from South Carolina in the 80s. And then uh, in 06, I moved to Atlanta. Uh, once I really started getting in, I was in ICU for three and a half days, like 11 years ago for type 2 diabetes. And that, oh, wow. was, that, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life. You know, oh, wow. and I tell people all the time, I was like, bro. You just don't understand that really changed my life. It changed the way I look at my diet, everything, my stress, you know, and I started training, getting clients. We started doing nature walks. And I realized when I was doing these nature trails by the waterfalls and streams and uh, listening to uh, the, 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 the animals and the, the crickets and the whatever it was, spider webs, you know, where chipmunks. And I was saying, you know, nature is a beautiful thing. And I was able to lower my blood pressure, control my stress, and really connect more with nature. Like sitting by water, you know, uh, doing a walk and just meditate for like 10, 15 minutes was so relaxing for me. You know, I was able to reflect and and, and, and say what am what I gonna do next and self-improve. And I really became that person to really enhance my quality of life and my activities of daily living to the point where, you know, I, I don't think I can ever go back to being uh, sick or on meds, like I'm off meds, you know. My man, that's awesome. Yeah. So when did, so the diabetes is no more? No, diabetes was no more for over seven years ago, you know. Cool. Okay, wow, awesome. Yeah, so. It was, it, was, it was all about, you know, plus, you know, I was a personal chef for years. So it's all about, you know, I cook my own meal. Sometimes I go out, but when I go to certain restaurants, I already know what's on the menu and I know I, what I can order, what I can eat and what I don't want to eat. So it's all it's all plant based. You know, uh, sometimes it's, I incorporate some chicken, salmon, you know, turkey, but never really pork and beef. I, you know, I got off of that stuff. Uh, trying to get as much fruit and vegetables in on a regular basis, and you know my my BMI is down, my my waist size is at a 34. You know, it's the smallest I've been since my teenage years, and I'm 54. Oh, that's killer. Yeah, you know, and uh, 
So, you know, and the, the attitude of gratitude, you know, even if raining outside, I'm like, well, thank you for the rain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, oh, I have that to say as well. New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now you in Panama, we was talking in the green room, you were saying that, you know, some days is, you know, it's windy, it's raining, you know what I'm saying? So how do, how do you mentally adjust to the weather day? Um, yeah, this, this uh, it's no thing, man. It's no thing. Listen, Panama is the highest growth rate in the world. This is, I'm sitting right now, I think seven and a half degrees from the equator. I go up to these mountains right here. There's a cloud forest. Like you wouldn't even believe we may be having dinner. And then all of a sudden you can't see your hand right 10 feet in front of you. Um, oh, wow. There, there's. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I can go over to the other coast and there's this freaking amazing beach. It's just like you're pinching yourself. Am I really on the planet still? You know, <laughs> and then and then I go to the city. It's freer here. It's freer here. I have to say, like, um, life is good in Panama, man. It's a great option. They're even letting the Americans get gun permits down here. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah. So it's a, it's a free place. Um, you know, the police are cool. it's it's crazy man so the adjustment to panama was not that hard it was actually kind of like uh wow this is this is very nice you know this is really very nice and yes there's political corruption and everything like that but it doesn't seem to consume the population quite as much and uh, right 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 yeah, and like the life is still pretty good. I know guys who come down here and open up businesses that you could never open in the states right now, just because the cost and everything like that. And yeah. they, they, they turn it, they turn in little empire bosses. You know what I mean? Over over, over five year periods of time, off of off of smoothie stores and just this little little stuff. So it's a it's a place where a lot of people have had a lot of of success and. Um, you know, because of the growth rate thing, just to give you the full picture here, you know, yeah. if a nuclear weapon went off in one of the one of the two hemispheres, nuclear or southern, those contaminants wouldn't come down here because of how close we are to the equator and basically the earth would regrow itself from this region. So yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm in a, like a healthy spot, man, and I'm, I'm really appreciative. <laughs> I'm really appreciative to be here. Yeah, it's it's it, you make me sound like I want to relocate. <laughs> hey, come down. Like I said, um, there's we've got this website, right? Reanacimiento Retreats. The the link is on nutritionaldiversity.com. Yeah, I'm, I'm but, actually. It's so funny that you said that because uh-huh. that's going to be my next question because I'm actually uh-huh. reading about the retreat right now. So go ahead. That's a that's a segment into it. Tell Man, they're about- going really well. They're going really well. I bet this. So now our results are taking off, and our case studies becoming more diverse as well because we're talking to people everywhere with all kinds of different conditions. And um, but yeah, that's going really well. I really recommend the one-on-one sessions to people if they really want to get the best results. But it's been perfect for every group that's come down. Like um, it's perfect for corporate offices if you want to come yeah. and c- really, really start like talking fast and smart like me in this interview. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like if you if you if you really want to like get ready and turn your brain up to high octane. For a minute, come down here for, for a weekend, a week, ten days with your group. We'll give you this. You'll be you'll you'll be. I mean, running at 
at, at, at gear five, you know, you'll be at full speed. I know, I know my wife and I, you know, we was talking on, we, you know, we, uh, Costa Rica is one of the places that we had on our list to go. And I always wanted to go there. And when COVID- We do them in Costa Rica. Yeah. We got an awesome place in Costa Rica. Yeah. and that's- in, in Costa Rica, I have 150 species in one farm that we use for this. And that's that's one of my places on my bucket list. I was like, I, I want to go to Costa Rica. And I was saying that before COVID, and then COVID hit, and you know, we kind of like settled down a little bit with the traveling. But Costa Rica is one of my places that I said, that's where I want to go because you know, just just looking at it on video, I was like the beaches and the, the nature. I was like, it's beautiful out there, man. So I might have to look into this um, and, and and convince her that we need to go. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Costa Rica's cool, man. They got a real cool social thing there. That's probably one of the only places that it exists. You know, everywhere you go, people will be like pura vida, pura vida, and there's actually like, which means pure life. And there's actually like a real spirit embodied in that whole social, that very light social greeting and departure phrase. Yeah. Um, also, it's the only country in the world that doesn't have an, a department of defense, but has a department of peace instead. Mm. And which peace is better than defense, you know, like huh. it's more, it's nothing like peace, you know. When you huh. when you when you're defensive, I know when I'm defensive, my blood pressure raises. When I'm when I'm I always feel like I got my guard up, or you know I'm ready to, to to attack or defend myself. I always feel like I'm faced with anxiety or, or, or elevation in in blood pressure when I get in defense mode. But when I'm at peace, I'm relaxed. I'm breathing better. You know, I'm more focused. I have mental clarity. Yeah. And it's I tell people time like you got to detoxify your life when it comes down to ensuring the protection of your peace. And that means like get rid of toxic people or toxic jobs. Uh, so true. Toxic. You know, it's like peace, chaos in the body and the mind is gonna kill you slowly. But peace so true. is gonna help you elevate, level up, and become more well rounded and you know. If, if I was in Panama or Costa Rica, I will always be probably by the water, you know, meditating, praying, and, and, and saying, look, this, yeah. is, this is this is the, <laughs> this is where I need to be, bro. You know? Yeah. Colombia and Nicaragua, we started working in Colombia and Nicaragua a little bit. Those are both awesome countries for investment, man. Also, uh, so, yeah, I, w- I would say this region's kind of like underdog coming up, man. It's pretty good. Um, across here there's lots of options people are friendly they really are um, there's not a lot of violent crime down here nothing like in the states man this is probably the most passive area in the world and then you know and and this is why people probably ha- try to have dual citizenship and really try to get out of the states because of the you know the politics of the propaganda you know you know, you know just like look i'm 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 just tired, you know, let me just go somewhere and live my life. <laughs> you know? Yeah, my friend makes the joke. When they jump, we're gonna jump. <laughs> yeah. When they cross this side, we'll go back over there. 
Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you know, and I can see that because you know you bring that mentality over to the peace, and now you're in defense mode. You're bringing too much anxiety and stress in the peaceful environment, and the, the residents like you guys are already there. Like, ah, uh, is we're starting to get infected by, you know? Well, let's just go back to the states, you know, since they all <laughs> dip over here, you know. That's yeah, a- I mean, I I love my country, but it's uh, it's. It's definitely insane what's going on up there, and and I feel like for a good chapter of time, a smart person might come down here, where things are going up rather than down. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you you got this thing, you know, with the right nutrition, you can do all things. And every when I read that, it really struck me. And people don't understand the importance of nutrition like earlier you was talking about um optimal nutrition how to perform better as an athlete how to recover faster why is it telling people why is it so important to focus on nutrition you know man it's crazy people don't take it seriously people don't take it seriously when i'm just like yeah because logically you can put it together okay he's eating more species he's getting more vitamins he's getting more this he's getting more that um, but they, they don't quite realize until they do it. Then when they do it, there's no going back. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. They, but, but getting them to that point, it's like, that's why I'm saying the retreats are really refreshing and successful for us. Because yeah. it's no longer trying to like communicate something long distance to somebody who's like, yeah, 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 whatever. They come, they do it. They don't have a choice. They're with us. They're doing it with us. And then they're like, all right, now I got it. Yeah, but no. basically... But basically, man, this is nuclear. This is nuclear. Like you, you just, you just. Once you get into this rhythm, you're saying to yourself, "How did I not do this before? How yeah. is no one doing this? Why isn't everyone doing this?" You know what I mean? And and so that's basically the situation that that we're in. And this is slowly but surely uh, growing. You know, we, we're thinking it's gonna blow up any minute to like a much huger degree. But uh, as of this time, yet it's uh, it stayed real small. Of course, you know a lot of that was pan- was the pandemic. You know we had seriously high level Oxford University students coming down here to to do some underwriting on some of our study study information. Uh-huh. Um, and, but of course, the pandemic canceled that with another like a hundred thousand dollars in funding and all kinds of other stuff. So, right, right. Um, yeah. And I would, you know, that's still something that they can come back and revisit. You know, that'd be awesome. For sure. Program to really get the studies out here and push it. And then, you know, uh, well, if these two UFC fighters make it, then it's off to the races, man. Because um, I think once it, look, look, I mean, look, we, I, I'm telling you, dude, this is a 200 to a thousand percent performance increase for athletes, and it's not going to make you pop on a piss test. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's nothing, there's no kind of, there's no kinds of athletic performance enhancements right. to speak of. And for, but I'll beat it. It's like I, I was so another Panama's got like a uh, protection for for like a witch doctor law, for lack of a more technical way of putting it, mm-hmm. and and that allowed the very best stem cell research institute to wow. come here to come here yeah and they do stem cell treatments they've been doing all these ufc fighters and we've been hanging out with a couple of these guys and i had my other friend that i sold on stem cells come down 
And um, he just hit his six-month mark, I don't know, like a month ago. And he had called me, man, my body's changing. This is incredible. That's <laughs> another one. No, yeah. no, listen, that's another one. That's the future right there. The stem cells, oh, yeah. yeah. So stem cells, but listen, the nutritional diversity diet for a year will help with this. will will match a stem cell injection. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely saying that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Your whole body will rebuild itself in a much stronger, much better way. It will have all the nutrients and, and, and ingredients that it needs to make a powerhouse. And the thing is, is a lot of people are going to the gym and they're performing like, like a powerhouse. But when they come back to the nutrition side, supplements help. Supplements help. But it's nothing like this. It's nothing like this. Well, you know, a lot of times, like supplementation is a, you know, this big business, multi-billion dollar trillion dollar business i don't really don't know what the what the gross uh, average is but we know yeah. that there's tons of products out there promising um enhanced performance or whatever you're looking for or supplements is only what you're not producing uh, or getting naturally from foods so it's, it's tons of products out there that that guarantee this i tell people with supplementation i said look man you got to read the small print on the jar on the bottle on the infomercial results may vary yeah. it's not you know but if you get some all natural things that's proven and guaranteed you know uh to uh increase your performance at the elite athlete or maybe recover faster from surgery or injury or you know, lose weight and your body's going to change whether you do something about it or not as you age. So, uh, I, like I said, with the pandemic, you know, uh, when the pandemic is over, what version of yourself do you want to put to the world post pandemic? Is it a dump truck? Or is it, <laughs> uh, for That's a great thought. you know what I'm saying? Like I came out of the pandemic leaner, faster, smarter versus you know, bigger, slower, <laughs> bad posture. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I the the STEM research is like it's 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 been going on for a while, but it seems like you know they've been kind of like over in the states, like keeping it low, uh, always trying to come up with something negative about it. You know. Yeah. You know? It's wild, man. I it, never thought when I would get in. I never thought getting in the nutritional sciences, I'd find so much disinformation. Yeah, and 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 this isn't even science. Like biologists don't even go in the right directions. Like I don't like a cocky person, and I wouldn't want to be one. But it's like I, we we worked with a PhD one time. First of all, he couldn't walk to the top of the hill with, with without <laughs> wanting. You know what I mean? Without wanting to go back. And, yeah. And second of all, major academia had him so yeah like. Just convoluted. It's just it's like, look, man. Everybody in this group, I had to pull them aside. I was like, everybody in this group, we plant the seed. Okay, girls, we we get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're you're stuck every two steps. Yeah. You want to you want to know what's in the seed and all this just freaking unnecessary. You know what I mean? It doesn't have anything like you know. You're going in the wrong direction. I I, I have a phrase I, I say like all these major academia guys are in the direction of dissection. Mm. They want to dissect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where 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 to use your words from your introduction? We're building up ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're building on ourselves. This is a game of building. It's not a game of dissection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, and and look at nature and and try to 
replicate what's already there. There's an ego in these PhDs where they're like, where I could do better. All right, cool. Well, monoculture might be that. I could just go the same plant over and over and over again. Watch, I'm going to make a machine-dependent, chemical-dependent farming situation outproduce. I mean, it's just really quite an insane thing. So, but anyway, it's it, it seems that the, it seems back to your uh, educational chart too. It's like it seems to be an educational problem out here with the cattle lands. Like you, could, I tell the cattle farmers all the time. Everybody's talking about that with climate change. Like cattle, people are clearing lands for cattle, but they don't have to. It's an educational problem, right? You can grow. I tell the cattle guys, would you like your cattle to be better beef? happier cattle plus 300 other species of foods and produce oh yeah i would love that all right cool so but to actually get them to make the investment and the change we need more models so we're pushing agriculture we're pushing more agriculture models in more areas and um and again it's, it's quite shocking that this hasn't been established more this divert all these diverse natural better uh systems that god is showing us uh yeah haven't been haven't been established more but at the same token this is an opportunity for people to really get on board now because for example let's just say i don't know sub, you know subway sandwich started offering diverse permaculture grown vegetables i mean they wouldn't be able to keep the stock in house because people have already been educated enough that they know that's going to be much better for them and for whatever additional costs they'll opt to do it on um, you know but right now probably in your community there in Atlanta where are you going to go to get a highly diverse non monoculture grown plate of food yeah you know this they they are some uh restaurants and and markets out here that may have some items okay similar to that you just have to research in certain areas uh, definitely hardly none in the inner city inner cities but you know some of them in the suburbs you may have to do a lot of googling and see what's going on i mean there's got to be man there's got again like, that yeah. permaculture word is the word and and georgia's got such beautiful earth i'm oh, sure yeah. there's a yeah yeah it's, it's it's tons but you know you you got a uh a lot of uh, ethnic groups here they have their uh you know traditional foods and you know how it is it's tons of restaurants sure. you know but when you're health conscious when you're on that journey and i tell people all the time you know never let hunger outrun you right so yeah well whether you're just to say you have a busy schedule day and you're running all over town you're supposed to know wherever size you on what restaurants that's going to fit your dietary needs. Um, so you say, okay, I know this restaurant is here. I can go here for lunch. I can go there for breakfast. And I know I'm going to get the best nutritional value for me versus, oh, I'm over here. I don't know what's going on. My sugar dropped. Now I'm hypoglycemic and everything uh -huh. starts to look and smells delicious. So if there's some crap pizza there, guess what you want to eat? You want to eat that pizza? Yeah. You but know. just again to give you the contrast, so we're driving over and talking about it restaurants and hypoglycemia and da 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 da. Out here, that's impossible. You're eating all these robust juices. <laughs> yeah. you, you feel like you feel excellent. Yeah. You're never getting a head buzz. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, 
You know, and don't, don't get me wrong, you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah. There's plants out there's plants out here that'll give you more than the head, but they'll send you to another dimension. But you know, uh, if you know what you're doing and you're doing it right, man, you're gonna feel better than you ever felt ever. Yeah. <laughs> you and know, look, really. And the great thing about that, when you're starting to feel better than you ever felt, and then when when you're trying to coach people, whether it's one on one or even corporate coaching. Like when you're standing in people in front and people talking to them, explaining to them the different programs, how to eat, where exercise, the nature, environment, right. it's going to automatically show on your physical appearance. Like sometimes you can say a whole lot just by people looking at you from head to toe. You don't even have to open your mouth. So people are going to, you know, as humans, we are judgmental, you know, but we're going yeah. we're to we're scan people from head to toe. You know, I agree. I agree. You can usually read a person from the surface. That being said, though, like even with these fruits and vegetables that are all beautiful in the supermarket, <laughs> some of them can be very toxic yeah. on the inside. I have a couple ex-girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but yeah, that's you know. You, that's anybody. You look great on the outside, but you're ugly on the inside. You know, you're beautiful on the outside, but you know, your vital organs are, you know, malfunctioning or you suffer from arthritis, you're suffering from joint pain. You know, you just never know. And, and you know, I, I notice people on social media, like when they're taking pictures, you know, they, they, they prop themselves up and smile, but soon the camera goes away. They slunch over, <laughs> they're in pain, you know, and uh. the chronic pain, they have it so, so long ago, you know, they're able to mask chronic pain, um, uh, significantly now. Like I never, I never know some of my clients had, um, uh, disc problems or posture problems or sciatic nerve problems, you know, for years. Cause I see these people walk around like no problem. And I said, why are you say yeah. that? It's like, oh, I had... I had a, uh, uh, something in my T, my T um, count, you know, on my spinal cord, my disc is this and this and that. And I can't, I was like, who knew? Like, oh, I just masked it where I had this for 20 something years. I'm like, wow. Yeah, posture and spine, both very, very important. And there's a thing, nutritional diversity, these Chinese drum exercises, but but you can look at it, they're, they're actually from Qigong. This mm. ancient Chinese um, thing and, and the Chinese drum represents like I think a reminder to do it or when they used to do it in groups yeah. in the morning. But this Chinese drum exercise, man, can eliminate you want to do it daily in the morning, right after you wake up, it eliminates so much problems. Yeah. It works it works the ankle to the hip to the spine. It aligns whatever you want to call it, the chakra system or the yeah. the spinal alignment. Yeah. And man you can avoid so much stress and 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 yeah it's 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 a great um a great uh yeah, exercise yeah you know i i love the you know the culture uh the chinese culture ever since i was a kid you know what i'm saying i always admired their work ethic um even through the the, the I was, I, one of my pastimes was late at night when i'm kind of like done i'm tapered that i i still watch old uh, uh, Wu Tang movies and Shaolin movies, <laughs> and you know, oh, yeah. it's just the breathing technique, you know, the, the meditation, you know, um, you know, yeah, the, you, you know, can't stop me now, yeah, you know, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. I was like, you know, these 
these guys, you know, this is tradition, you know, uh, they had that's carried down from generation to generation. And I always admired them for it. And, you know, like right now, you know, you, you mentioned something about the chakra. A lot of people don't understand how important that is as well. Um, totally. The energies and help really increase uh, better alignment with the universe and better sleeping patterns. Like, man, you just... You just feel more happier and joyful. and that, Arguably number one. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, you know, when people come around you, they can actually sense your vibration and frequencies that you're putting out to the world. And when you're doing business, too, that helps with sales. That helps with attracting better clients. You know, uh, people can turn, they can tell and sense that you practice what you preach. You understand what you're doing and what you're yeah. saying. And yeah. they, they just they said, look, this guy right here is the truth. I recommend you go see them. He changed <laughs> my life. His whole uh, a program changed my life. It's the cutting edge diet and performance nutrition from the pros, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, it's just crazy talking to you right now because I'm I'm excited and <laughs> cool. Yeah, you know, I, I talked to my wife about Costa Rica and Panama. I said, what do you think? You know. You know, so tell, you know, this, you know, this is going to be a, a great show. Look, this is, once again, you just tune it into this, you know, you know, I'm Terrence Hutchinson, you know, the host of the Your Best Lifestyle International podcast. We are in 53 countries with 1.3 million listeners. And, you know, we just happy to keep bringing you informative information from phenomenal people who are experts in their field, fields you know uh underdogs on their way being the top dogs you know and i love sharing information from individuals from all over the globe who are contributing on the global stage like we're just not talking about around the corner on your block you know we're talking about around the world there's so many people out there that have so much information that can increase your quality of life and we just don't know about it. We don't know about their programs, but my job is to find people to really showcase them and their brands and platforms to help you, the listeners, who may be looking for that alternative lifestyle or holistic approach to self-improvement, uh, um, betterment of yourself. Maybe you're trying to lose 50 pounds. Maybe you're trying to get off the snacking. Maybe you're trying to get your body in an MMA uh, condition of fighting. You know, whatever it is, man, you know, this is who we are. So tell it, tell everybody, you know, what's your name, how they can keep keep in contact with you, how they can find out more about your information, social media handles, emails, websites, whatever it is. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Brandon Iceman. And uh, they, let's see, I work, you can find out about us at Instagram, Nutritional Diversity. YouTube, Nutritional Diversity, NutritionalDiversity.com. And um, and we're really just excited to work with new clients right now coming down here. We have agricultural investments for people who really want to make this a permanent lifestyle change. Wow. And um, and we just, we do this 24-7. We love it. We really appreciate being able to do it. And um, it's quite interesting having like this, this interesting torch of divinity where every single case and category of performance increase that people are looking health issues that they want to heal they've come down here and been able to find that through this very simple obvious 
um, instruction of nature to go with diversity, you know, to, to up our diversity, to use the resources that have been given to us by the natural that we come from and co-depend on, and um, to really make that relationship there. And, and, and once that's had, uh, there's a whole new level of life happiness and performance for everybody in it and it's it's quite amazing i feel really blessed um to have found it for myself and to be able to work in it full time awesome man that's beautiful man look let me just put some more light on okay so nutritionaldiversity.com is centered around the cutting edge diet cutting edge diet and biodiverse food study originating across tropical latin america where all natural lesser known plant species are cultivated and existed in the wild. Utilizing alternative agriculture techniques and complete science of permaculture and biodynamic. Agriculture, for example, is a nutrition source for high dietary uh, diversity diet plants that cause health, wellness, and the best performance. This is a real human optimization science. They have recorded incredible incredible performances increases in just 10 days switching dieters to their cutting edge formula. Um, where they have seen so many things healed and treated easily. Now, I'm gonna start right there. Those paragraphs alone, those words alone right there should make you or anybody, a family member, loved ones, co-workers, friends, anybody, you know, you may need this particular type of help, you know, may have tried modern medicine, may have tried different programs, but give this out, give this a try right now. Nutritionaldiversity.com. You heard it from Brandon's mouth. He is the guy over there. Make sure you connect with him on all social platforms. Uh, go to his website, sign up and see what it's all about, man. Cause it's all, you can't really, depend on western society to get you healthy and to keep you healthy a lot of times you know 90 percent or more of the times is designed to keep you you know sick and dependent okay they don't want to talk about natural ingredients to help reverse or you know um increase your quality of life it's all about you know chronic conditions take a pill for this and the side effects is this now you need a pill for that you know, it's big business keeping you sick. It's big business keeping you dependent on the sugar, on the processed foods. This is why you see a plethora of things everywhere you go in every supermarket in the country. If you look at it, you know, all the fresh produce is always to the back of the store. When you go into the store, you're going to go to frozen, you're going to go to shelf stable stuff, you're going to go to the sugary stuff. You're going to get to those things first before you go uh, get to the to the uh, the all natural ingredients, okay? So it's it just so I feel guilty. You feel <laughs> guilty, and then if, if you're going in these stores hungry, guess what? You're gonna buy something right away to eat, like you said, uh, but a candy bar. Uh, th this is why all these things is at the checkout line because they know you're shopping hungry. And if you have small kids with you and they may reach for the Snickers or the M&Ms or whatever, guess what you're going to do? You're going to purchase those things. It even happened to me sometimes. And that's, you know, I'd like, ah, Snickers. So I love Snickers commercials. Like not feeling like yourself, you know, you know, grab a Snicker bar, you know, it's 25 grams of sugar, you know, it's all milk, chocolate, you know what I'm saying? So it's designed to, to keep you like that. If you're diabetic, that may be a bad thing for you. 
you know, if you suffer from hypertension, you know, you you don't need this, the salty chips, you know, and, and these are these are different different triggers that again over time you keep eating like this, especially with the pandemic. So many people, um, the sales of potato chips went up by forty seven percent. The first two months of the pandemic, the sales of popcorn went up by forty five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is was the first few months of the pandemic, <laughs> you know. So I knew I knew that the devil was in charge of the grocery store supplies. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> the grocery store supplies. I mean, everybody needs them, but it's the consumer educational and knowledge base to know what he or she needs for themselves and for their loved ones and for their family members. Okay. Um, so if you're a single parent and you got small kids that's, you know, uh, going to school remotely, most likely you're going to get, and you have to work remotely. Most likely from my understanding, from my clients, they were getting foods that was, were not, uh, snack friendly, a healthy snack friendly for the kids. They was getting the chips. They was getting the cookies. They was getting the things to keep their kids, you know, kind of like, um, yeah, that's going to get worse too. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, going to get worse. Well, it did get worse because now your kid now is addicted to the sugar and he's and he's hyper right now. He can't sit still doing class, <laughs> you know, and yeah. now he's bothering you and you're trying to do a Zoom meeting or whatever, whatever. So, yeah, all, all these things. Well, I, I would like to even further that point by saying probably anyone who's in the poor population, the smartest thing they could do is a community garden or, or a personal yeah. garden. Because the foods that are going to be offered to people with low income, to low income people in the future is going to be even much worse and produce even worse health results as well. Yeah. And down the line, you know, as the child get older, he's addicted, you know, and he could be having, you know, uh, uh, type 2 diabetes, could be obese, he could be and a lot of different things, you know, um, especially if you have a child who's autistic or suffer from um, ADHD, you know, all this. Listen, we are having success with autism, both on the stem cell side and the uh, nutritional diversity side. Yeah. I want to mention that. And we're having drastic success with autism. I have families people can talk to. Yeah, you know, and that's a beautiful thing because people don't understand the importance of nutrition when it comes down to being autistic, especially parents, if you have an autistic child, you know, the importance of eliminating certain things like casein and, and dairy and all that stuff out of the child's diet. You know, you have to have, you have to really focus on nutrition when it comes down to autism and feeding your kid. It's very important, so I'm glad you said that. Yeah, Parkinson's and, um, par- uh, Parkinson's and, and um, or I forget the other one, but yeah, we're, we've had been having sex with success with all three of those. Awesome, man! That's a beautiful thing. So you know, Parkinson's, yeah. you know, it's if you have a family history of Parkinson's disease, you know, it definitely you want to reach out to get some some information from Brandon and his crew down there, this team. They have right. success at Alzheimer's. That. that was the other one. Alzheimer's. We've Alzheimer's. seen drastic improvements with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Much more than with Parkinson's, but autism and well, we're having improvements on all those fronts. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. And then, you know, a lot of times what people don't, they don't know about type 3 diabetes, which can lead into dementia and autism, uh, aut- um, 
Alzheimer's disease. Um, I have a grand uncle who died from that, you know, Alzheimer's, you know, it's a sad to see a strong man, so independent all his life, all his time, he can't even remember where he's at, you know, um, it's a big deal, man, you know, and we want people to live long, successful, independent lives, like we're not really relying on, you know, loved ones to take care of themselves, you know, we want to be that grandparent that's fun and energetic and out with the grandkids like everything we're doing right now is for our last name is for our grandkids uh, you know the generation that's coming you know i tell my clients i said what type of grandparent do you want to be do you want to be that fun energetic after uh, active grandparent or do you want to be the grandparent who's stuck in a wheelchair stuck in with crutches stuck with a cane or a walker who is inactive because you or they didn't do things right now leading up to this, you know? And uh, when pe you can see the people, you know, their eyes go up, like they're thinking about it, you know? And it's like, I gotta do this for my grandkids. Yeah. You know, I gotta do this for them because down the line, nobody, I, staying a liability in life is no fun. Okay, when you have to rely on people to feed you, to, you know, anything, anything tragic can happen at any given moment. But, you know, if you have yeah. control of your prevention, you know, like, let me eat better. Let me work out. Let me lose the weight. Let me get back in shape. These things in, are imperative for you to, you know, increase your lifespan. Uh, yeah. You know, for years to come, bro. And yeah. We, we, we have to live and eat and think and act like our ancestors. You know, we ate off the land. You know, we fit, right. we, we planted, we garden, we hunted, you know, we, you know, we drank a lot of water. It wasn't all this processed stuff. It wasn't all this sugary stuff, you know. Nah, and just all. to review, just to review how helpful it is in every single way to live harmoniously with nature. I mean, this is the social resolve that we need also. If we all left the cities, went back into nature and small, sustainable communities, right? Here's the thing. We can't all crap in the same place. Right. So we use, to, we use technology to do that. But again, it's our separation from nature that just doesn't even have it in our head how we need to be living, you yeah. know? So it's, it really is through and through an educational problem and um, a way of life problem not so much a life problem but a way of life problem and if we simply switch our cultural practices and the ingredients that are in our refrigerators um you're right the grocery stores aren't the problems the school buildings aren't even the problems it's the class books that are in them and the food that is in them right now so if we can change those ingredients and start using the harmonious um you know format then it, it not so our social problems will be reduced because now we're in small, sustainable communities where we can kind of police ourselves through love instead of like social butchery, basically, right? And um, and then uh, for, for 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 our personal health, we can basically, uh, you know, using the system of nature and, and this whole entire complete cycle, we can gain personal health. And then we also gain ecological health because what's everyone talking about right now? Carbon crisis, right? Um, they're going to have a carbon tax. Well, 
listen, if we're planting more trees, guess what? Trees convert carbon to oxygen. So there's your carbon solution as well. So basically, we all need to grow and thrive and be free, free of regulation and free of bad information. And once we can, and I think once we strip those two things from ourselves and go into nature, we're all, everything's going to fall into line. Yeah. And and that's, and that's beautifully said, beautifully. And I love that what you said, because, you know, the education for years has been part of the problem. I think a lot of it comes through info commercials and, and commercials on television. Like we see it all the time, you know, as far as chips, uh, cookies, soft drinks, you know, uh, energy drinks, whatever it may be, they are pumping us with the new products all day long that's can, that can contribute to an uh, 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 increase of decay. You know? Yeah, it's just confusion and contaminant, right? What's the yeah. solution? Solution to pollution is dilution. So yeah. we need to get the diversities up, Make sure there's a hundred other things in there with the Snickers bar. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You are. You are. You know. So you and know. Then, and then we got to get out of the toxic city. I mean, if that's what it's going to come down to. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be prophetic or whatever, but I think at, at least the personal health level, once you remove yourself from the city, if you and your wife were to go spend a year in Costa Rica, as long as you stayed away from the, the toxic party hippie tribes that are all over that place. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you really did just focus on, on that food. Man, forget about it. In a year from now, you, you guys are going to be on top of the world. You're going to have the most creative ideas you've ever had. The most, um, you know, like naturally God-inspired uh, directives that, that you've ever wanted to receive. Right. Uh, that you've been praying for in your heart. And then um, as far as like your physical and athletic performance, you're going to go back in time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to, you said you were 54. Is that right? Right. Yeah, so dude, you'd be like, um, you know, forty-six in no time. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I feel in my, I, I look in my early forties. I sometimes I feel in my thirties. I'm, you know. All and, right, well, here we come, thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, and that, and that comes from changing my lifestyle. You know, controlling my stress, exercising, you know, meditating, and being showing an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, if 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 people realize what actual regenerative um, science that is out there, existing scientific observations of regenerative, you know, we've been really busy messing ourselves up and killing yeah. ourselves. And, yeah. But if once we start going in the other direction, man, there's just plethoras of testimony. Yeah. There's a community in Costa Rica, actually, I can tell you about it right now. Well, there's Chiripo Mountain. There's a small community in Chiripo Mountain and this other one in um, Tinamaste Valley. And they have a small market. And anyway, these people went on this crazy turmeric thing. And um, we were out there for a little bit and we had showed them stuff. But man, I mean, you go into this community and right away, you're just like, wow. This is the most healthiest skin and hair and like, you know, like all these yeah, people yeah, are yeah. Just yeah, totally yeah. shiny, totally happy. It's, 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 it's weird. It's, it's vibrant. Like, you know, you mentioned like you can look at people here, nails and skin. And I can say, look, this person is living a healthy life because, you know, they like they're getting haircuts like all of them. My hair grows so fast. <laughs> 
you know, I got to cut my nails, you know, they grow so fast. My skin doesn't have any blue. Dude, dude, that is just, that's the right away number one feature of this diet. People yeah. start commenting, yeah, they're like, man, I'm, I'm sleeping good and my hair is growing all crazy fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, you know, speak a little bit more. I ain't gonna hold you up so much, but this is so interesting. Speak a little bit more about the importance of, of getting adequate sleep. Like when you're stressing or you're eating horribly, the, you know, sleep is interrupted a lot of, you know. You know what's crazy, man? And it's so true. Because I, I, once you get on this diet and you do your adequate recommended, what scientists have figured out about um, um, output, right? Like uh, physical activity. If you get your physical activity every day and you get this diet, sleep problems go completely away. Ooh. Like it, completely away. And, and to the point where you think you've got so much energy in the day, you're going to have trouble sleeping, but you put your head on the pillow and you just go to sleep like, <laughs> like, 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 a, like, a, like a dream of yeah. a person that doesn't exist would yeah. just go to sleep correctly. And you sleep great and you wake up early. It's the wildest thing. And this happens across the board with everybody. You almost fall into like a more natural lunar synchronicity by eating more of a natural diet. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 every time my head hit the pillow at night, I am out. <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't have any problem sleeping, and uh, I don't toss and turn. I, I found my spot. You know, I'm comfortable. You know, uh, whether I'm snuggling or not, I'm sleep before anybody in the house. I'm done. You know. Yeah. And I contribute that to, you know, a healthy lifestyle, and. Um, you know, it, I don't work for anybody, so it's not like I used to work. That's good. And manage seventy people. I got out of that rat race, and my life. Yeah, slavery is not good for health. It turns out. No, no, and that's and that's all the job is, you know. And um, yeah, <laughs> basically. But that's a whole yeah. episode. Well, let me ask you one more question: How important is the internet and social media for you as far as getting your information out there? versus to versus you know uh if it wasn't any social media right now because you know you really to, i mean social media can play such in uh an important part to your your um your your your, your microphone right now how important is for you right now Oof. Uh, well you know what man i'm gonna play the biologist card i'm sure it's important but i have no you know i'm doing what i'm told here i have the but I have investors and partners too, right? Yeah. I have a sponsor I forgot to mention. If people want to move down here to Panama, there's a panamapads.com a relocation service. And um, yeah, so you can check them out. They can really help you get everything worked out as far as like relocating and investing in the alternative agriculture. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I am so... I know I have a the, like the, supposedly the best piece of technology in my hand right now, this iPhone 12. But I, out, outside of that, man, I'm not the best reference for uh, the mundo digital, right? Like the, <laughs> the, 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 the world of the, the digitalness. I think it's probably very important at this point, just as far as like the information exchange. Uh, it's been really great being able to look up for people, a permaculturist next to them, and make a relationship with this guy and it's 
Also been really interesting to find out that every single permaculture seems to be cool as nails. Like they're all great to get along, easy to get along with. Um, and, uh, and I think that social media and too much is toxic. So like with the Snickers down there, you want to put a hundred other things, you know, like, yeah. uh, do your social media, but make sure that's like 2% of what you do. Yeah, most definitely. I found it to be extremely beneficial to putting out so much viable information and also like it's a gift and a curse depending on what you're looking for what you're trying to put out there and um, right you know it's just some some people use it as a business tool some people use it as an educational tool you know uh, most people just use it, you know for funnies but you know like you said you have an iphone 12 your capabilities uh, if you have a smartphone period i don't care what brand it is your capabilities yeah. of obtaining the right information for better health and wellness, you can yeah. do it at a click, you know, yeah. versus uh, going into a book that has outdated information or information that, you know, what I learned in high school, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was crap, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was there. Oh, now I'm like, I didn't know that. I'm like, really? You know, it's now it's just a beautiful thing, man. So anyway, Brandon, uh man, nutritiondiversity.com. Make sure you guys go and follow him. I will uh subscribe to newsletters, you know. Um, make sure you get a lot of information for what they are doing down there. I'm gonna go figure out, you know, how I can get down at panamapass.com. <laughs> you know, definitely gonna take a look at that to see if you know i can make some moves and also we want to thank you for coming on the show and i know you got you know your time restricted and you got a lot of sponsors which is good you got a lot of sponsorships which is really good and uh, you need that you know in these time of days to help get your information in your in your in your programs around the world so people buy into you it's because they buy into you and what you're doing so i thank you so much and uh Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Just hold the line right quick. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Once again, this is the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. If you'd like to be a guest, you'd like to be a sponsor, you want to advertise product placement, you can visit our website at www.yourbestlifestyles.com or hit us up at www.yourwellnesshabits.com. Um, and, man, we here, you know, send us some information and we here to, to have you on the show and support whatever you got going on and uh, make sure we be part of the community to help the world once again the world the, the global world stage to really become health conscious and make better decisions when it comes down to you and your loved one's life so once again we thank you guys for tuning in and we really hope that you enjoy this program have a good day Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast, sponsored today by Gummy Life Nutrition. 
Gummy Life Nutrition Gummies are natural and delicious. Their Moss Boss Sea Moss Gummies are made with the finest natural ingredients to promote weight loss, relieve inflammation, reduce signs of aging, and improve your overall health and well-being. That's right, you heard me correctly. You will love the Sea Moss distinctive taste of muskiness with a hint of citrus, or as they like to call it, Mossy Mouth. They also offer apple cider vinegar gummies, which has been known to assist in weight loss, diabetes symptoms, and much, much more. Additional flavors are in the works as we speak. You can find them online at GummyLifeNutrition.com, on eBay, and as well as Walmart.com. Don't forget to follow them on all social media platforms at Gummy Life Nutrition. That's Gummy Life Nutrition. Life is spelled with L-Y-F-E. Nutrition. Go there today.